Mr. Pop. Dark. And the little birds are nasty, and I listen to them too. There's two lonesome people in the whole wide world. That's me and the man in the moon. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Miskatonic University Radio, a podcast exploring Fantasy Flight Games' Arkham Horror the Card Game. I'm Dane. I'm Dan. Can I ask a quick question? We've been exploring Fantasy Flight Games' Arkham Horror the Card Game for a long time now. Have we still not found it? Like, are we... <laughs> we sure haven't. Are we still going through the Thanks. encounter deck looking for, for the location that we can actually move to? Is that still happening after <laughs> after years? It exists but... in a strange realm called Minnesota. Sorry, sorry for the interruption. Have it's it's time. Ten thousand lakes there. It's time for the third guy to introduce himself. What's your name again? <laughs> Who even? Uh, shoot. Oh, I'm Ben. Uh, yeah. So, thanks, thanks for that insightful commentary, Dan. Uh, it just occurred to me that like we've been saying the same thing for a long time, and you'd think you'd think at some point we'd be we'd be done exploring, but I guess not. I know. I tried to write an extremely good shortened intro, but it was rejected and thrown in the mud. So we're sticking at this for now. Uh, it's a sad story. Awesome. Sukradam, we're so glad to have you here. Have, glad to be live with you here. So today we're actually going to be exploring the new uh, upcoming Investigator starter packs, starting with the Guardian and Survivor player cards. So just to get it out of the way here, this is not including Nathaniel Cho and Stella. We're going to be doing those in a separate separate part of this. It's just going to be what they're going to be using um the, all the events, all the good events that are going to be coming in the show pack and all the things you're going to love to use to fail with Stella. So for those who might not know, just to kind of give a brief overview of everything, the uh, starter packs are a product released uh, in, in the year 2020 by Fantasy Flight Games for this wonderful game that we love, Arkham Horror the Card Game, that are designed for newer players to help get into the game and for seasoned investigators to enjoy a whole new slew of cards to build decks with. More investigators means more fun. That being said, I think we can jump into the first cards here. Uh, yeah, let's let's go right ahead and do it. So, let's see. So, first <laughs> let's start with Guardian Assets. Uh, Alright, so we've got some boxing gloves. So, there's two versions of this in the pack. There's a level 0 version and a level 3 version. Uh, the level 0 version is a asset cost 3... Uh, it, is, it has one combat icon on it. It's an item and a weapon. You get plus one combat while fighting, and it has a reaction. After you defeat an enemy, exhaust boxing gloves. Search the top six cards of your deck for a spirit event and add it to your hand. Shuffle your deck, and it takes up two hand slots. The differences when you go from the level zero to the level three version is it goes from three cost to two. You get an additional combat icon. The static combat bonus goes up from one to two. And when you do the, the reaction ability, you get to search the top nine cards for a spirit instead of the top six. Uh, so what do we what do we think about boxing gloves? This is a pretty interesting new take on what guardians could use their hands for, right? Yeah, so I mean as we'll see when we go through this deck, I think this is the only weapon in the deck. Um, the only hand slot. Uh, so it's basically it's 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 for someone that doesn't actually want to use actions on their assets to punch stuff. It's if they want to, or at least not on the weapons. Uh, they might be using other cards to do damage or 
relying on basic fight actions? That seems unlikely. But... If only there was an investigator that was perfectly suited to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only they designed uh, someone. That, that would be good. Uh, very important. Obviously, this the best use case for this is versatile Calvin, um, so you can use it to get all the spirit <laughs> events. Well, you're you're forgetting uh, Melteroni Joe. Also, also a very strong choice. Um, no, I, I mean for real. I, I think what we're going to see about a lot of the cards in this deck is maybe more so than some of the other investigator decks that we'll talk about in the next coming weeks. A lot of the cards in this deck are very tailored for Nathaniel specifically, right? And yeah. this, this seems like one of those to me. Like, I think it goes without saying that you definitely want to play this if you're playing Nathaniel. For for real, though, like setting aside the jokes, should other Guardians or Investigators consider playing this? I was only half joking about the versatile Cal. Uh, just because he, <laughs> he, he heavily weighs in the spirit events and doesn't use this. In doesn't, he just, doesn't he just crank his combat high enough with other means by taking damage and stuff, though? good weapons for him that, that are that good anyway. Although there might be actually when we talk about survivor cards later, there actually are some now. Just, but, just seems, just seems um, like it's not worth taking versatile to do something that gets you plus one combat. Because doesn't he use like fire axes and stuff anyway? Yeah, he can. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the search effect. I guess it's like uh, if you have a lot of spirit events, which they do love to put spirit traded cards in Guardian, um, then this could help you accelerate to get some of those cards. Uh, it does, it's just, I don't think it's like any other particular investigator really screams, oh, I, I should go boxing, um, as so, much as Nathaniel will. So My rebuttal to that is is um, the new cop, Tommy. He has access to the, um, what's the one pip uh, card, the, the ballroom card, where it looks like he's like throwing a chair at somebody across the way? It's the... Um, uh. <sighs> It's like, it gives you three fight symbols if you're initiating a basic fight action, but only one. Yeah, brute force. He has access to brute force. He has access to improvised weapon. So, like, he could actually use this and have it, like, affect those tests that are normally really unaffectable with weapons because weapons only give you their their buff, like, you know, in, in the only the perspective of their action. Whereas this actually gives it to you anytime you're fighting. I think this is the only thing that does that in this game now, right? Other than other um, like static I mean, combat for, I mean, for like, weapons, like beat cop and stuff. And stuff yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, that... maybe. I feel like Tommy like wants to try to use his, his Becky and. Uh... Yeah, yeah that's I, true. I mean, I, I think you can consider that type of Tommy deck to be like a spin on the Nathaniel deck. Like you could play the boxing gloves plus combat events in uh, in Tommy instead, and yeah, you get access to like brute force and a couple of other cards, but you don't get access to Nathaniel's ability, but I, right. I, th- I think that's the bottom line. It's like, most of the time in most Guardian decks, you should not play this, you should play weapons, but there is a, a specific type of, like, event-based Guardian deck where this could be very good. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Should we move on to the next card? Yeah. Alright. Alright, next card is Flesh Ward. Flesh Ward is a, um, three-cost asset, um, has one will icon on it. It is a ritual. Uses four charges uh, and has a triggered ability. When you're dealt damage and or horror from an enemy attack, you can exhaust Flesh Ward and spend one charge to cancel one damage or horror just dealt from that attack. It's got one health and one sanity of its own, and it takes up the um, the arcane slot. Kind of a, almost kind of like a level zero spiritual resolve in a little bit. I mean, it's not. It's actually pretty different, but that, that was the first thing I thought of because it takes up the arcane slot. Well, it's kind of like a baby art, baby arcane slot that helps mitigate damage and horror. I uh, at first I thought this was pretty cool, and I think the more I read about it, the more kind of like skeptical I got. Just because 
you only get to use it once per round because it exhausts itself, and also it only works on damage and horror from attacks. So you can't use it to soak incidental damage from treacheries, weaknesses, the encounter deck, locations, anything like that. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, is this is there still is there still a reason to play this though? Well, it's a uh, it's an arcane, arcane slot uh, at level zero that Guardian doesn't really have access to much of the options for that right now. Um, so if you're looking to fill up your slots, it's pretty okay. Um, it cancels like four damage over the course of the game. Diana could use it uh, to t- <laughs> to cancel some damage and then tuck it. Oh, it takes and up- immediately tuck it, yeah. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> while she's trying to ramp up, then uh, she doesn't necessarily want her uh, actual mystic spells down yet. So, yeah, I mean, I think Diana, if you're not going, if you don't need your arcane slots, is a pretty reasonably use case because you do get potentially four cancels in one card. I mean, it it's also four cancels, and then you can also still soak another damage and horror on it. So it's kind of like three. It's kind of like three and three. It's you know, true, right? Sort of. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's it's going to be kind of difficult to manage to use it four times and also get get both the damage and horror on it. Like, it's going to be a little tricky, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess, what are you comparing it to? You're comparing it to, like, Medkit, right? Like, Medkit is the only other thing in Guardian, I think, right now, that can heal both damage and or horror, other than Hallowed Mirror. First aid, or, yeah. Um, yeah, first aid, I'm sorry. Not uh, yeah, I, there's, yeah, I, I think so. I think the, the thing... Um, so one potential use case I can think of for this is like, suppose you're playing with the survival knife and you're like, I want people to hit me cause I'm using level zero survival knife, but Oh, I'm a guardian oh, yeah. with only like five horror. And you're like, okay, I'm fine taking damage. I have like second winter, so- something to heal myself, but all these enemies that do like one damage and one horror, I really want to like prevent the horror part, but take the damage. That's like a pretty narrow use case, but that's like the best thing I can think of. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see an upgraded version of it. That's that's really what I'm what I'm here for with this card. I'm excited. Hopefully, that someday it'll get like you can cancel one damage and horror. It'll like you know tank two damage, two horror for you, stuff like that. I'm I'm just disappointed that it exhausts itself. Like considering that it is three bucks to play it, I I just wish that you could like use it all up pretty fast. Like even just because it would be cool to be able to be like, oh, I have a cultist on me, and I'm gonna like move three times, and just each time I'm gonna like ward it off. That would be cool. But yeah, that's. That's fine. It does. It is the first card that features um, Daniela on it. Um, oh yeah, that's cool. Who's who is? She was introduced in Arkham Third, right? Do we do we think that, that means she's, she's going to be a guardian? Probably. That tends to be the trend, though it's not one hundred percent true. But usually, they seem to put the characters for on, uh, on art that's for their class. Interesting. Uh, Potential. So good. Possible preview. Of, uh, I, yeah, mo- the most exciting thing about this makes me excited to run around and hit things with a wrench, which I assume will be your primary weapon as a mechanic. So, <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm excited so excited! That. Oh, that sounds great. There's some ratchet <laughs> stuff going on there. I'm very excited <laughs> too. Uh, let's move on to the next card, though. Unless anyone has any let's do it. thoughts. All right, uh, next card is uh oh, Grete. You just you just Grete. learned how to pronounce this word very recently. Did I? Oh, if yeah, Tim you is went, out there. You taught me how to speak German. And yeah, I, I, I did. I taught uh, you how to speak perfect German. Well, uh, Miss Wagner, the purifier. Oh, I uh, did it wrong. She's, what? <laughs> wait, oh, is it Wagner? Hey! Way to there go, Ben. All right. Uh, so she is a uh, guardian asset, cost five, intellect, combat icon, an ally, and a hunter. Uh, you get plus one combat. Uh, reaction after you defeat an enemy exhausts 
uh, Gret and deal one damage to her. Discover one clue at your location. Uh, oh, the quote on it is with salt and iron, with water and fire. Great, love it. Uh, three health, two sanity, and she takes up the ally slot. Her upgraded level three version uh, has a, a will icon, or excuse me, a wild icon it as well. It also gives pl- a passive plus one intellect. And you can discover a clue at your location or a connecting location with her reaction trigger. Oh, and she has four health instead of three. So, yeah. I like the theme of this card a lot. The art in it's very cool. There's a there's a lady stabbing some type of Amigo or something with yeah, uh, like a Amigo. very large pole-type weapon. So that's some, great. That is some really badass art. Oh, man. I'm um, so excited for her. <laughs> Yeah, I, I she's like a she's a I'm trying to think what else in Guardian other than B Cop gives you just the plus one combat bonus as an ally. There's really not a lot. I think it's just yeah. it's just B Cop, right? Yeah, so this yeah. is like a kind of a great alternative. It's like kind of a combination of B Cop and um, Alice, right? Because Alice is after you defeat an enemy, you get a clue, right? Yeah, it yeah, is. So I it's, mean, it's it's tricky because like the rough thing about B Cop is already that it costs four, which is already a lot, and this costs five. Like that's yeah. that's pretty tough. I mean, for some people like Zoe, maybe it's easier. I mean, she's definitely a good hunting partner for Zoe, for you know, hunting down smiting evil. So excited for that in a Zoe deck. I, think I don't also, know how good Larry Anderson also maybe. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. excited honestly in Roland. Like Roland Solo, this is the perfect ally for him because it gives him it gives him the um, the intellect he needs. It also gives him the combat he needs. And then get even more clues. Like when you when you murder something, you're getting two clues. If you got evidence, just pile it on top. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely true. Uh, I think the level, yeah. the level three version is like a great solo world card. Yeah, and you can go hard into into that effect. Like you can go, use her and Alice with charisma, and then you ha- and in evidence, you can get like four cards by killing something with Roland. Oh yeah, uh, or four, four <laughs> clues, which would be pretty fun. I think it's just like the enemy explodes into like a pinata full of clues. Like they just like he kills them so hard that just like clues just come flying out instead of blood. It's like aha! I assume, I assume they they ate the evidence, right? And you kill them and explode. It's like ah. Yeah. Then you have to here's go, the book. You have to go rummaging he, around in their in their stomachs. Uh, I do. Yeah. I mean, I think that in multiplayer games where if you're a guardian, you're more likely to be a dedicated fighter. You should probably play B cop instead of this because. There, there are generally cheaper ways to be able to succeed on combat tests than this, if that's all you're trying to do. But if you are playing in like a one or two player game where each individual clue is worth a lot, then this is a pretty strong choice. If you, especially if you can like upgrade into the upgraded version and make use of the intellect as well. In, um, in, in mostly in Roland is, is like like Dan said, like the one that I'm thinking of most. Then I think it's pretty strong. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think she's interesting. Any, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, anything? Okay, let's move on to the next card. Uh, the next card is physical training. So we have we have a, a there's a reprint of the level zero version. There already is a level two version already printed, but that's not in this deck. And then there's a new level four version. So physical training cost two guardian asset two willpower icons two combat icons talent. Uses two resources, replenish these resources at the start of each round. Uh, instant instant action, spend one resource from your resource pool or from physical training. You get plus one willpower or plus one combat for the skill test. Uh, wow, finally some, finally a, an opportunity to use my recurring credit tokens uh, from, uh, from, from my stealth <laughs> from runner. That's going to be there great. It is. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, 
I mean, I, I think yeah. all I can say about this is, like, the fact that it replenishes itself is pretty cool because it means that, like, obviously you can pump money into it if you have money, but even if you don't, like, just baseline, you basically get kind of, like, a guts or an overpower every turn with this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's even more versatile than that, right? Because you could, you could split it up amongst two different tests. Like, if you're Zoe or somebody who has just a, a lot of will anyway... This is great. Like I could see, I could see going into this. One of our good friends, Colin, loves using well. What is it? Well prepared, well connected. Well, the well whole prepared. well, yeah, the well uh, series. <laughs> yeah, like well although, prepared with. Although having this and that might be like overkill in the sense that like just having one of them might be might be good enough. Um, yeah, you can include both to. I think that also the choice of I mean this applies to all versions of the card, but the choice to boost both combat and willpower is really good because like everybody needs willpower so some of these the one that boosts like you know um intellect and agility or something it's like not a lot of decks need both of those things but this one any any fighting deck can use both of these things yeah definitely strong do we think it's worth four experience to get this like uh i guess it's like two resources every turn that you can use only for boosting stats I, th- I would I would do it in uh, Circle Undone. Circle Undone, you, these are just, just going to be constant will tests, and you're going to get your money's worth out of it. I think it's either like a late-game XP soak when you have a ton of XP and you're just looking for things to bling out your deck, or it's like in a potential Guardian deck that maybe doesn't exist yet where you're very, very rich, it's actually really good. It's either either of those two things. I mean, also Sister Mary's coming out, right? She's she's going to be. I'm assuming anyway that she's going to lean into uh, to Mystic as well. So that could it could it could suit her pretty well. Maybe, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to stay tuned and try to figure that out. Um, for now, though, anything else to say about physical training? Then let's move on. Right, let's move on. So the next card is Relentless. <laughs> Relentless is a zero cost asset. Has a combat symbol. Has a agility uh, symbol on it. And uh, triggered ability, when you deal excess damage to an enemy, exhaust Relentless, place that excess damage on Relentless, then as a fast action and discarding, uh, gain resources equal to the amount of damage on it. Is there a legit typo on this card? Uh, I'm looking looking at the, the bottom line. Gain resources equal to <laughs> the I, THA yeah, amount of this damage. Is the scan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the this this might be like it might be like <laughs> just in the preview and maybe in the actual printed cards it's corrected. But I'm I'm curious to see how that shakes out. Uh, I think this is the was this the preview? It wouldn't be the first time. Scan? I don't know. It would not yeah. be the first time. I recall one of these cards definitely had like the wrong symbol on it. Like it has a, a fast action instead of a reaction or something. Or oh, yeah. I don't remember yeah. which I don't remember which card it was though. Hopefully I'll remember oh, when we no. talk about it. <laughs> um, um, so speaking of but, speaking of symbol of like action and reaction and instant trigger symbols, uh, the thing that I do like a lot about this card is that you can discard it instantly to gain resources on it. Because yeah, do, yeah. do you remember that what was that earlier card investments where it was yes. like a a card that accumulated money but then you had to spend an action to cash it in that made it like basically unplayable I think because what makes this really strong is you can let it keep accumulating money until the moment that you really need that money and then you can just immediately cash it in that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. it makes it makes it so you're a little bit less hesitant to like waste a gun shot to like deal two damage when the enemy only has one health left or whatever. Because you can like get that money back somehow. Um, but how often? How often do you actually do that in a game? 
that's the thing. Like, you still want to conserve your, you know, your ammo pretty well, I think, right? I mean, but maybe, you know, if you're playing with something like a flamethrower or some, some gun that does, like, a lot of damage, maybe you can play enough, like, extra ammunitions and ventures and things that, like, you can keep it refilled and then each of those shots gets you, like, even more money, you know? I mean, I don't think that's, like, a full deck yet, but it's an interesting idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. one of the other was... uses about it is that, like, um, the way long ago, in in an age pat long past called the the age of the machete, you had a a uh, something to stick around that would just murder things, murder things, murder things. You didn't have to worry about charges. You didn't have to worry about ammo. Now though, we don't really have that to a greater extent. We have it in like like maybe meat cleaver if Zoe or uh, Tommy's importing it or something like that. But without like a, a weapon that can co- like stay in without having to worry about the charges. Um, this gets better, right? Like if you have, if you have like, um, uh, the, the, the big obsidian thing, the level five neutral card. <laughs> Time War Brand? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you have like brand or something like that and you just hit rats, then this is just, this is just bonus, right? This is just fluff, but. There's also maybe yeah. in, maybe in skids who wants money and who often uses the ornate bow, which is like a lot of times it does three damage, but you might shoot yeah. things with two health a lot. I, I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't know if this is amazing, but it seems so much fun. I really do want to try it. Yeah, I mean, in skids, like, uh, if he's using, like, succeed by two weapons or whatever, like, switchblade or, um... Yeah. Derringers or whatever. I was gonna say Tony, but Tony can't take Guardian uh, there's, like, oh, there's, this would be great for Tony, but... There, there's also Dynamite, potentially, right? So you could Dynamite oh, yeah. a Swarm and oh. quickly oh. get... Like, you could Dynamite a Swarm in Dream Eaters oh. and pretty quickly put, like, six damage on this. Oh, yeah, we solved it. It's the dy- Dynamite a Giant Massive Enemies. <laughs> kill them all. Get a ton of money. Or, oh, yeah, man. Amazing. Or, amazing. So, or amazing. Grenade, also. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Ideal yeah. ideal situation here. Diana takes this with two Dynamites and two Storm of Spirits, goes into uh, Dream Eaters, and blows up all the swarms and gets a million dollars out of it. And then uses that money for something. Seems like I guess Zoe could do it too. She could just <laughs> import both two well, no, she, she dumps it all into yeah. physical training. Yay. <laughs> I don't and know. We came. Full definitely circle. seems like definitely seems like an interesting card. Uh, so I like it's, the art on it too because so, it's like it's like a beat up yeah. punching bag. It's like oh they they hit it so hard they knocked off the chain because they were so relentless. so far. This gets my pick for like the most fun seeming card that we've seen so far. So I agree. Uh, let's move on to the next one though. All right, so the last uh, event, uh, Guardian event, is Safeguard. Uh, We've seen the level 2 version of this before, but this is a level 0 version included. It's a cost 2, has one little power. The ability is, uh, after another investigator moves from your location to a connecting location, exhaust Safeguard, move to that location. And this is definitely a big power down from Safeguard level 2, which was uh, you can exhaust it, and then from the end of the round, you move when someone when that when that investigator moves from your location to a connecting location, you may move with them. So, <laughs> which this really is like just read, a... never take another move action for the rest of the game. Yeah, that's what the other safe card says. Of, uh, instead of endless piggyback rides, it's only a single piggyback ride per turn. And so it's not really a piggyback ride. It's more like you like you're like guarding someone, and they like walked away into the other room. And you're like, oh, where'd they go? And you run after them. Because yeah. by the time you run after them, the monster in the next room has already jumped on them. So, you'd, <laughs> which with the upgraded safeguard you can move around and like have monsters jump on you because uh, the timing's all the same. Oh, so. I didn't notice that. Uh, you're yeah. right, you're right. That too. So, I mean, this is like, it's fine. I don't know. Like, safeguard level two is so, so good and, and very funny uh, and, 
in terms of the piggyback running. I've <laughs> I've, no. I've become more of a more of a skeptic of how good Safeguard Level Two is recently after playing with it a bunch. I still think it's very no. fun. I think it's not super awesome. This level zero version, I, I probably just wouldn't play it. Like play like Shortcut or something if you can instead. If you're like Mark or somebody. And uh, if you want safeguard, probably just wait for the level two version. Would be what I would recommend. I don't know. Yeah, that discrepancy between after an investigator moves from your location and during another investigator, uh, you move with them. That's like that's actually a really big, uh, really big difference because yeah. there are so many times where you just have a guardian on your back, and you're you need to move around as you know your seeker or whatever, and there are just enemies and rooms and rooms and rooms, and you can pathfinder the guardian will just snatch them all up as you move investigate freely this you can't do that with so that's actually like a lot less accessibility um i honestly was just putting it in decks because i'm like well now i don't have to think about what cards i have to take out for for double (laughs) safeguard level two (laughs) i could just already have them in there and not have to worry about it but yeah uh, that's that's definitely a a big deterrent um but maybe even still for like carolyn carolyn would probably still like not taking move actions if she could just have the guardian move and then she'll just get clues later that's fair seems that seems fine and it does still have a will icon probably that probably the best icon so uh moving on to the next card though yeah okay uh time to talk about guardian events Okay, so the we have Get Over Here, uh, which is looks Mortal Kombat themed oh, no. potentially. Uh, so, so <laughs> we need it, that alt art. So the level zero version is a Guardian event, cost two, uh, level zero, has a willpower and a combat icon on it. Uh, it's a spirit and a tactic. Oh boy! Uh, engage, fight, choose a non elite enemy at your location or a connecting location. Move that enemy to your location, engage it, and attack it. The level two version is the same, except that it adds a second willpower icon. It becomes fast, play during any uh, instant lightning bolt window, and you can choose an non-elite enemy up to two locations away. So it's fast, uh, and you get to do it up to, from a, for an enemy up to two locations away instead of one, and it gets that extra willpower icon. During uh, any free trigger window, it's, that seems like that's... Uh... Recipe for nonsense. That's going to get weird. You can, <laughs> you can do it like while somebody is resolving a test to do any yeah. thing on an encounter card. So that's going to be very weird. You can do it during the enemy phase, like after the enemies move. And you can be like, no, come back here and pull it back across the map to you and punch it and kill it, maybe. <laughs> uh, my, my immediate concern is like, you know those guys in Circle Undone um, where when they engage you, you have to take an agility test. And then if, if you fail it, they be, become engaged with you. Like, what happens when the Guardian, or, or like, let's say the Seeker, they jump on the Seeker, they initiate that test, you immediately play get out, get get over here. Do they still resolve that test, then it engages with them, and then you engage, since it engages with you, it stacks that test on top of that test, and then put that uh, test inside another test? I, I, well, look, I look forward to you asking Ben on Discord about this, very uh, various things related <laughs> they, to this card, very frequently. They FAQ'd it, so you can't. You can't initiate another test inside of a test. It wouldn't start no! to activate. Yeah, they, that used to be a thing, and now it's not. So that's a real bummer. Um, I do also, uh, Ben. Do you remember in WoW the Death Knights had that death grip ability where you could like yoink an enemy to you, and it was like the most fun thing ever. <laughs> this is also this is yeah. also kind of like that. That was a really fun. Yeah, that was yeah. a really fun button to push. Shadow. Uh, the level zero one, even by itself, is pretty powerful. Just in terms of action compression. Uh, because it can save you a move and an engage action, uh, and then you punch it. And you probably only do one damage when you punch it, unless you're comboing it with, like, Nat's ability or other, like, 
uh, other cards. But, brute force, uh, that kind of thing. Oh no, brute force still pretty good. Work. Like two money, two money in the card to do basically three actions. I mean, the, the only thing that I would, the only thing I would say is, I think let me handle this is already kind of a sort of similar card in that you can use it. I mean, it doesn't work in all the same situations, but like it helps you get an enemy off of somebody if they're far away from you. And I think that card is free and a little bit more flexible. So I would maybe lean towards sticking with that one. But this works in some situations that let me handle this doesn't work in. And it seems really fun. And you do get to punch them for one damage, which is kind of cool. So yeah. Yeah, I think this is like the kind of the reactive to let me handle this as proactiveness where like if you're just going to be taking enemies anyways and you don't really want to deal with um, like treacheries or, or the person that you're with, let's say they're a mystic and they don't really care about treacheries, you taking treacheries, you might consider this card more, especially if you're Zoe, because then you just get the dollar back yeah. or one of the dollars back anyway. And um, then you can just pull exactly what you need to be pulling off, which is the enemies. So Harrison mentioned in the chat that he's going to use it on some stupid birds. That's a good point. Also, uh, Sucric Dam says yeah. some guests in the hotel. I would add to that cultists. This is great for killing cultists. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Any, any aloof enemy... Uh... So that's, health, yeah, yeah. If, if you're if you're in, like, uh, Echoes of the Past or something, and you're, like, desperately trying to... Well, I forget if there's the Acolytes in that one, but, like, basically any scenario with Acolytes, this is probably pretty okay. I mean, I find it hard to that you can you can just scream, get over here to the next train car over as your, as your car <laughs> yeah, is being exactly. sucked into a portal. Oh, it's incredible. But you, you get to pull him in, you're like, hey, get over here, and he's like, he sees the <laughs> portal behind you, and he just sprints towards you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good for Essex County Express, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, th- and you're definitely going to play this on Nathaniel, because it's a fight event, and I think in other decks, it might be kind of like a fun, like, special sauce card, or like a for a specific scenario, like if you can adaptable it in for Essex County Express, you totally would. But it definitely a pretty cool card. <laughs> it might be nice for like a Tony that's doing Guardian. Uh, he use it to like grab his weakness if it's too far away, because saving like, oh, yeah. reactions there to that's great. Maybe yeah. kill it before it causes everyone to lose a turn could be pretty good. That's a fair value. Yeah. Anything else to say about get over here? No, let's keep it rolling. All right. There's only like 40 more cards to talk about. So. <laughs> we're, we're moving along. We're moving along. All right, next card is Clean Them Out. Uh, it is a uh, zero-cost, level zero Guardian event. Uh, it is one, sim- one will symbol, one combat symbol. Um, it's a spirit and a tactic, like most of these cards will be. Uh, it, has a f- it says, fight. When this action begins, gain two resources. Time to tighten up some screws. <laughs> I was sad that this one didn't have an upgraded version. I'm kind of surprised this isn't illicit, just because you're basically shaking someone down, right? Uh, it, I mean, it, she looks like she's about to uh, break his neck. That's the screw. It's the metaphor. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was like tightening the screws, like threatening someone to give you money, or else you're gonna like break their legs or something, like a gangster yeah. would do. I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is like a replacement for emergency cast, sort of, because it lets you like still punch something while gaining two money. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of a nice. Uh, action question card lets you still punch, punch stuff if you're playing nat then of course you can maybe do two damage with the attack sorry um, if, if you're playing the 40 card anarch runner with 40 card deck size uh nat <laughs> is that who we're talking about or no i was I, talking about nathaniel i thought we were talking like, about nathaniel that's, cho yeah that's uh, obviously who i was talking about uh i mean yeah i, I think you definitely play this in nathaniel because that's his whole deal i don't really think you should play this in other decks just because how often do you want to do a non-weapon basic fight unless you're nathaniel you know exactly yeah my my 
gripe with this card as it pertains to the other cards there's kind of a whole cycle of these where it says like do something and then gain two resources so right. for uh, burning the midnight oil is, is the secret equivalent that has two intellect icons on it and then there's also a rogue variant that's like just evade gain two dollars um and then that has two agility icons on it i was kind of sad not to see two fight icons because that would immediately boost this in my mind to being like well okay i mean if you're running crystallizer on larry or something like that then it it could at least go under that as two fight icons or you know you can just commit it when you're when you don't need that and and it's still fine that's a a good point to talk about dane's obsession with crystallizer i feel like it's not so so many other guys to talk about i've been putting it off because i just feel like it's going to be a whole thing he's going to cry when we tell him it's not good uh (laughs) So I, I, let's let's save that. Maybe we'll do a whole episode about it. I don't know an, an intervention with Dane about crystallizer. Um, yeah, I mean, Tukerdam does make a good point though. It's it's emergency out the chance to get retaliated. Yeah, I I also uh, very apt. I also yeah, Dane, like, like you said, double combat would make it cool. I also even double will yeah. would I think be better than this? Um, yeah, because everyone can yeah, use that. Sure. But yeah, it seems cool. Played in Nathaniel, I think probably not in other decks unless you have a really good reason to. But it's an e card. Yeah. Honestly, the chance to get retaliated—that's just more reason for Calvin to to use this, right? Like, come on. Yeah, I think I think every <laughs> is every event in this a spirit? I guess not. I think some of them are. You gotta, but... you gotta find it with the boxing gloves. So anyway, yeah. uh, anything else, or should we move on? Moving on. Uh, let's, take, let's take a look at the next set of cards. Uh, Counterpunch. Uh, this is a pair of cards. It's a level zero uh, guardian event with a combat agility icon. It's a spirit and a tactic. Uh, fast play after an enemy attacks you even if that attack was cancelled fight this attack targets the attacking enemy and the upgraded version is level 2 has an extra combat icon Uh, the trigger is uh, fast play when an enemy attacks you which means before the resolving that attack Uh, fight this attack targets the attacking enemy and and you get plus 2 combat and deal plus 1 damage for this attack um so this is like a bonus fight action. Uh, basically, you trade a card. You're trading out a card to get an extra fight attack. The upgraded one is nice because you can maybe kill the enemy before it actually hits you. Uh, That's true. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, you can also play it during. You know, you can play it whether you provoke an AOO or during enemy phase, or if like you can play it any time. It's just if the enemy's attacking you, which is nice. Um, I love that it's free. I love that it doesn't cost resources. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. For all those dark horse guardians out there, <laughs> yeah. The I mean, the upgraded one um, would be more likely, I think, to put in more decks just because it's before the enemy attacks. So that's more versatile. Like you're not relying on like comboing it off some other card, um, and you get to do the extra damage. You uh, level one ones like eh, or level zero ones like eh. you. You need the enemy to attack you though. So like if you're trying to pull an enemy off of somebody else, which is a pretty common thing for guardians. It's like, do you if you engage them at the end of your turn and then they punch you and then you play this? It's like you could have just fought them, maybe. I don't know. I I, I think it might. Kraken be... gives up a, a good point, though. It, it's something that you can stack with upgraded survival knife, right? Because if you have both two counter punches and up two upgraded survival knives, <laughs> you just yeah. you just go ape on uh, on an enemy phase and just you know shank them and punch them and yeah yeah it definitely works nice with survival knife that would be pretty cool i think it works okay with like the bold cards the ones you have to like play first action um (laughs) maybe like you want to play one of those for some reason you got an enemy during mythos phase so you use this to punch them and then play whatever card it is that's Um, pretty cool like second second limb and stuff yeah that's uh, oh wait calvin loves it because it (laughs) 
Get oh, out of the enemy right. attack. Get out of the enemy attack him, uh, and he'll you know boost his stats, and then he gets to punch him back. So, it's also great. unlike survival knife. It does work on AOS, right? So you yeah. can yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's definitely more silence our light in that aspect. I think it. Mm. Yeah, it, it seems like I, I mean I think like all of these events, you're going to play it in Nathaniel, and then it's maybe harder to say whether you're going to play it in other guardians. But I think at least like. Calvin might want the level zero version, and it might be fun for other guardians to play, like one copy of the level two. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tony, Tony could play the level zero version just to have extra, uh, even more fight actions on his turn. <laughs> seems dumb. <laughs> seems seems and bad. More, <laughs> and more things to put on crystallizer. Yeah. See, no, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> never mind. Uh, Tony shouldn't take it. I take it back. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, so we have a reprint of Dodge. Uh, that's cool. We're not gonna. We don't have to talk about that one. Yeah. So, so good. So. <laughs> and then we have a new version of Dynamite Blast, a fun card that everybody loves. So this, this, this is, is the bee's knees. This is a four cost level three event Dynamite Blast. It has two will icons and two combat icons. It is still a tactic. It says fast play during any instant action window. Holy crap. Uh, choose yes. either your location or a connecting location. Deal three damage to each enemy and investigator at the chosen location. So compared to the original Dynamite, the only difference from this is it is one cheaper, it gets an extra will icon and two fight icons, and it becomes fast. Compared to the level two version, it basically becomes fast instead of <laughs> ignoring AOs, <laughs> and it gets extra icons. So I scrolled back up. I'm very disappointed. Relentless only uh, gives you money if it's an enemy you deal damage to. So you can't you can't use Dynamite to heroically sacrifice a couple of your allies. Uh, <laughs> a little, a little weird. Like you'd even consider that, Ben. I don't know. Uh, I just you know that comes up sometimes. Oh man, this is this is so much better than regular Dynamite. It's ridiculous. Like this is just making so it fast good. is so awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, fast is so powerful. Uh, yeah, it's like it seems- it's during any any window too. Like this is another one yeah. of those things where it's like, oh god, <laughs> it's like supersonic dynamite that uh, you know is you just throw it, it immediately booms. Super good. I I just love that they reprinted this. Like like all, there are, there are, I'm sure they just had a whole bunch of different guardian cards on the table that they needed to reprint events for that dealt de- like dealt damage and things like that. And they chose dynamite blast for for a third iteration. And this is it. We get supersonic dynamite. I'm so happy with the, it. The only reason that I ever don't play Dynamite in Guardian decks is that it's too expensive, but that is, like, often the case. Like, often I don't play Dynamite. But Yeah, but if, when you use this to kill a swarm with your Atlas <laughs> out, you get, like, eight <laughs> money back. If, yeah. if, you, if you can afford to pay the four, then you should just always... Th- this is super good. This is, like, a really solid card. And it even goes on stick to the plan, and then you just play it fast for yeah. later. You only need one. Yeah, great. Seems really good. Seems great. Uh, not not much else to say, honestly, right? Yeah. Let's uh, hooray for dynamite. That's all I can think of. <laughs> hooray! Yeah. <laughs> thank thank you, dynamite. Thank you, Mister Dynamite, for for saving us from less interesting cards. <laughs> <laughs> Next card up is evidence. Um, so the old version here, uh, as compared to the new version, which is a um, level one. Uh, Guardian event, uh, costs one resource still, has two intellect icons. Uh, what's new about it, though, fast, play after you defeat an enemy, discover one clue at your location, two clues instead if you defeated enemies with a total combined uh, value of four printed health this turn. So you can potentially get double the clues. 
100 percent yeah. more clues i mean there's a lot of enemies that just have four health so it's the it's great let, let god solve the crime that's that's what this I, one is called yeah i am very excited to combo this into any deck that can use like god sort them out and be like well guys not only will i get extra experience if i spend my whole turn uh killing this enemy <laughs> that has six health uh doing jumping through a bunch of hoops but i'll also discover clues and that I mean, yeah. also discover clues will get people on board with me playing i mean this this one is at least fast right so that's yeah. that's a, compared to let god sort them out that's that's a pretty big improvement <laughs> um yeah, I mean, like one experience to make this probably probably a good amount of time probably get you two clues instead of one seems pretty good. I think um, uh, I think I would still tend to play scene in a lot of guardian decks, probably. Yeah, but this is a reasonable alternative to that, you know. Especially, yeah, a lot of or it depends edition. on. There's some scenarios like Black Stars Rise that are just like full of dudes with four health, or like uh, yeah. where the God Soil has the liars, like. If you know that you're in one of those scenarios, then this becomes a lot better. Maybe you like swap it in for like the last or second to last scenario. Yeah, I mean, even in Dunwich, like humble Dunwich, you've got those w- annoying the Githin observers, like in the first scenario, I think, like in the school, and they have four health each. This is so great for solo. Be- like it just it will just clear off of like a, a tile entirely, oh. a location entirely rather. Really, and then slow. like it's, it's for slow. higher player counts, it even it even works better. It packs more of a punch than regular evidence. I feel like in solo it's a little bit harder to pull off because there's not as many locations that have two clues. Yeah, it's not as as good. But you know what? It's a really good fit in is any of the like final scenarios of most of the campaigns, like the Lost in Time and Space type scenarios. They're often like everyone needs to pick up clues. Like Lost in Time and Space, even your guardian needs clues to like escape at the end. And they often have big beefy enemies like the spaghetti monsters in uh, Before (laughs) the Black Throne. So like, I think this could be a really good like throw in one copy of it or two copies of it in the last scenario if you have one XP left for Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. like, one XP card. Oh, yeah, I like it. It helps Tony, too. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about Evidence Level 1? Here. More pinata for the so, pinata theme. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, uh, next card <laughs> is Galvanize. Uh, it is a level 1 uh, event. Cost 2 with 2 willpower icons. It's a spirit card. Uh, fast. Play only during your turn. Ready? A guardian asset you control. You may take an additional action during your turn, which can only be used to fight. So you get an extra asset to somehow? fight things, or you get an extra action to fight things, and you get to reset one of your assets. That's it costs, your guardian access. Yeah. yeah. Which is the main thing I can think of about it is like beat cop, probably? Yeah, it's like read beat cop. <laughs> I mean, beat cop, I mean, it works on... On uh, Safeguards and Alice and uh, Venturer. A lot of the allies actually exhaust, don't they? For Guardians. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, well connected too. Sokerdam in the chat here. Yeah, that's true. Can Ashkan Pete somehow take this card to Ready Duke? I think no. Nope, no. Work at all. Nope. Not until, uh, for, not until Versatile Level 5 comes out. And then yeah. you can do it. So, like, I think it could be okay in, like, Leo. Uh, and by Leo, of course, I mean Larry Anderson. Um,. Because he has lots of allies that he likes to use the venture. I think Tommy likes yeah. to maybe use ventures too, because he likes to oh, get the ventures yeah. out, use them to give him ammo on like Becky or something, and then murder the venture to get money. Yeah, yeah. I venture is already a card that like when I put it in a deck, I kind of grit my teeth like, is this really a good idea? And then when I actually play the deck, I'm like, I should not have put venture in this deck. <laughs> but I so I, I don't want to put in other cards that are there to like support venture. But I mean, the bottom line is like this has two willpower icons on it. That kind of makes it automatically like 
the, the the floor on how good this can be is like pretty okay, you know. Yeah, it does cost an experience though, which you know, I don't know. I I think it's okay. I think it depends on your deck. Um, just trying to think of what. There's not that many assets in this that came in this deck. That well, the oh, I guess gloves, uh, right? I guess Flesh Ward. Can you can ready yeah. Flesh Ward? Uh, ready boxing gloves. I guess most of the stuff. Never there's there's also maybe some <laughs> nonsense with like skids playing payday or something, or Tony playing payday, where you could get even more actions that could be kind of fun. So yeah, yeah that's fair. Uh-oh, uh oh, guys, I was I just went back and I looked at Relentless. Relentless exhausts itself. It does uh, when you deal anyway. So that means you can't dynamite a giant location. Wait, really? On oh, uh, okay, we're gonna uh, we gotta go yeah. back for one sec. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what can it? What Reaper can I untap?" And the answer is but, send the script back. But but you can still, if you hit one enemy for like four overkill damage, you can put all four on it, and then you lose. Yeah, so you just but you can't you can't use it on like yeah. a swarm and dynamite it and get okay. like twenty bucks. Yeah, that's what galvanizes. That's very sad. That does make it less fun. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still still fun. Still cool. Anything yeah. else about galvanize, or should we move on? Nah, it's a pretty interesting card. Yeah, but yeah. Eh, I think it's. Yeah. yeah, Calvin can play it. Uh, the next card is a. <laughs> yeah, okay. The next card is a Guardian event level <laughs> one. This is a new card. Two intellect icons. It's called Glory. It is a spirit like every other event in this pack. Uh, fast play after you defeat an enemy. Draw two cards. Interesting. Uh, and the best flavor text in the game. I like the art a lot because it's uh it's just a guy winning a boxing match and he's like yeah I won the boxing match, hooray for me. I'm yeah. the winner. So uh, I'm I mean, very happy with this card. I mean, it's a card that you pay. You're paying one in the card to draw two cards, right? It's not. Yeah, not not amazing. I mean, if you're really if you're really strapped for cards and you really can't spend actions to draw them, then it's okay because you can. But then it's like just play like overpower, or level two overpower and stuff. Maybe to draw it, more cards. It does have two NX icons on it, so it's like. Better than our perception, but not super excited about it. If if you're gonna investigate though, right? Yeah. Which uh I mean like Roland could use it or uh, Carolyn or whatever. And I, guess I think Carolyn it's a good compression. I wish this was like one question mark icon and like free. And I think then it would be then I would maybe think about playing it. I like it because there are some guardians who struggle with with uh, like drawing though. Like like Zoe doesn't really have like a way to draw unless you like import um, uh, cigarette cases. Roland, I guess he's got like sketches and things, but like this is like the cheapest way to draw, like to redraw a couple cards. But this is like you you have to be able to kill an enemy to do it. So if you're in the early game and you're just trying to draw to set up and there's no enemies to kill, this is dead. And even if you do play it, it just replaces itself and gives you one extra card. Yeah. I think most of these, like, the two intellect is, is extremely worth noting for the fact that solo, like, if if it's dead in your hand and early on and you're not, like, you don't have any enemies, you can just t- chuck it for two in. That's, and that's, like, fine. That's a fair point. What is what's Nathaniel's in? Does anybody remember? I think it's two. Yeah, so solo solo Nathaniel maybe. Other other than that, I don't think I'd play it. But it's yeah. I, I do like the art a lot though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll two, play it in Crystallizer. So. Any anything else about uh, Glory or? All right, no, let's move on. So next card is uh, Lesson Learned. It's got a good picture of uh, Tom Waits there. Um, <laughs> it is a one cost event, uh, level two. 
It has a will symbol and two intellect icons. Uh, it is an insight and a spirit. <laughs> and uh, it is fast. Play after you take damage from an enemy attack. Discover two clues at your location. This is, like, pretty cool. This is, so, another alternative to uh, to evidence and um, scene of the crime. Here we have something that Calvin loves. <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. is this is like the the combination of like the art and the name of it. This is like one of my favorite cards in the deck. Even though I'm I'm not sure if it's like incredible for two XP, but I really love it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down with this card. I I like it a lot. I think that um, two experiences again is pretty big. I think that the most you you see like in a three or four player game, it might be a little tough to consider like for two experience because as a main guardian, you might just be like burning stuff with a flamethrower or like just kind of trying to trying to get your beat cops upgraded and stuff. But if you're in like two player or, or even just single player um, and you have to deal with enemies, again, you can just chuck it for the two int if there's no enemies. If you're in two player and you're a guardian, you also kind of want to have the versatility to pick up your slack on the clues. So I could definitely see using this card in that situation. It is... Um... Yeah, I, I just, I love the art so much. That's a very, like, early, like, a 30s gangster movie kind of a face on this guy. Yeah. It really, really, really works. Um, the timing is a little awkward, I think, for, for Captain Hunch, because... So with Captain Hunch, you reveal the top card of the Hunch deck at the beginning of an investigator phase, and then at the end of your turn, I think the card goes away if you didn't play it, right? That's right. So, yeah, so, you, can't, so you can't, like, see this on top of your Hunch deck and plan to take a hit in enemy phase. You'd, right. you'd have yeah. to get AOO'd on purpose, which is like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as, as mentioned, I think it's good for Calvin. Uh, it's a, it's oh, yeah. a good. It's another another way for Guardians to get clues, which they didn't have too much. Uh, didn't have too many options, but this set of cards is definitely added to that. So. If if I was like a really hardcore like Guardians in my favorite class, I only play Guardians. I would so far be a little bit annoyed at this deck because it's basically like a calvin solo deck so far <laughs> like most like a lot of these cards are good and fun for guardians but like all of them are good for level for like solo calvin and it's like well but then like the one card that ties the whole engine together you can't play as calvin because it's not a spirit it's boxing gloves he doesn't really need it though he's yeah it's he's versatile but yeah i mean it is that's true like it, the fact that all these are spirits does mean that like when you box if you're playing like this deck as it is in the box as Nathaniel, like every time you you hit something with boxing gloves and trigger boxing gloves, you're gonna get something. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. I think that's why like Glory is is pretty okay in Cho because you're gonna hit something, you're gonna play your uh, your Glory, or you're gonna find your Glory, and then you could you could potentially play it that turn. Yeah, which is nice. That, that is true. That does make Glory a little bit more interesting. Anything else about lesson learned? They actually have the same no. timing point, so you could draw it and then immediately play it to draw cards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, time to move on. Um, Alright, so Mano Amano makes makes its return. Uh, so we saw the level 1 version before. Um, this deck has a level 2 version. Uh, it is a zero-cost event uh, with a will on a combat icon. Play only as your first action. Uh, it's spirit and bold. Uh, deal 2 damage to an enemy engage with you. This action does not provoke attacks of opportunity. So it's a card that does 2 damage testlessly. Definitely, definitely love the simplicity of they literally just took the original card and replaced the number one with two in two places. <laughs> that's that's pretty uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, uh, it's pretty fine. I mean, this this unfortunately <laughs> does not work. This doesn't do much if you are 
uh, Nathaniel because it's not a fight action, right? Like it is spirit, so you can find it with the gloves, yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, you can't use the his bonus, his ability to do extra damage. I don't think. Uh, I thought it was the from a. Oh no, like no! Actually, his ability is when you deal damage to an enemy by an event, so you could use by it. an event. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no. Oh, so like if so, sorry. This is fantastic. So he triggers off of dynamite and stuff too. Then that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But he only it's only one enemy that dynamite triggers off of. That's still right. like four damage yeah. to something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I mean, so I, again, assume Nathaniel's probably going to play this. Is anybody else going to play this? Well, nobody really played uh, regular mano mano. I don't think. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I in think solo, it's just Joe, really desperate. Or maybe in uh, higher difficulties where you don't want to do tests. Yeah, like ex- That's a good point. expert probably this might be pretty good. Yeah, uh, I could see taking mano mano like in expert <laughs> where you just have cultists to deal with and you have to punch them. But but I think you also get like no XP in experts and you have to spend what little you do get on like, uh, you know, level two hard knocks and level two physical training and stuff. So you can dump money into everything. I don't know. But uh, maybe. yeah, maybe maybe good in expert. So uh, yeah. time to time to move on. Yeah. Okay, ah, and we have we have a, a very a, a very interesting card. So we have Monster Slayer level zero. There was previously a level five version of this card. This one is cost zero, level zero. It's a guardian event. One uh, wild symbol. Uh, it's a spirit fight. This attack deals plus one damage. So the level five version cost one has a additional combat icon, and it's fight if this attack succeeds against an anomaly enemy, defeat that enemy. So this is like a very baby junior. Powered, powered down version of Monster Slayer, which Monster Slayer is like I, I'm a huge fan of it. I think most people don't like it very much. This is like a completely different card, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of like the very base. It's like kind of like um, vicious blow for for Nathaniel Cho. Um, most people don't wouldn't necessarily think about taking this because they just take a vicious blow and they're kind of fine with that. But I could see running this card if, if he wanted to like have more vicious blow type things and have an event based deck. I was honestly thinking about taking a, a Tommy deck with all the like fight events and like brute forcing and punching things with your fists and stuff and thought that might be cool and thematic, but really you just play monster slayer level five because it's basically waylay, right? Because like you just, it just deals with so many huge, big beefy enemies. And like this doesn't, not even close to the same thing. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I think it's like if you were playing like a, a completely event focused deck with double double, or if there's some future card that's like when you play an event draw card or something, then, you know, maybe that's worth thinking about. And then mm-hmm. also for Nathaniel, maybe, maybe worthwhile. But other than that, I mean, I, like I said, I'm a big fan of the level five monster slayer and even I probably wouldn't play this, but yeah, I mean, um, super damn mentioned in chat that, this one you can actually use on elite enemies, unlike the level five monster slayer. <laughs> that is that a good is point. Uh, yeah, that is that is true. It would be so funny right. if you could. You... <laughs> 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 you're right. This is mostly for event focused decks. I don't see yeah. reason to play this in a regular deck. So, Moving on, like a weapon deck. One of the cooler cards printed here, I think. Uh, one two punch. It is a uh, level. I'm sorry, level zero, and then we've got the uh, level five event here for it they both cost two uh the level zero version has one combat icon the level five version has four combat icons um they're both spirit tactic uh the level zero version fight you get plus one for this attack if you succeed you may fight that enemy again and then if you do uh you get plus two combat and deal plus one damage for that attack 
Uh, and then in the upgraded version, uh, it says fight, you automatically succeed and deal plus one damage for this attack, and then you may fight again, and then you get plus three combat and plus two damage for that attack. So that's that's a huge difference in like what what you're going to be doing with for to that enemy. <laughs> It is. Uh, yes. I think it's. I think it's really funny that we looked at this card right after Monster Slayer because the level five version of this is probably just like a better Monster Slayer level five, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can like, use it on elite enemies. Because if you think about it, like how how much health can a non elite enemy ever have? There's definitely some that have six, like conglomeration of spheres. I don't. Yeah. Like, has anyone ever seen a non elite enemy with more than six health? I think the Apex Strangleweed in uh, the Circle or the the Forgotten Age has seven. I think they're like three, seven, two, or something. I like thought that, that was five. maybe six. Maybe you're right. But but anyway, no, like most of the time, if you connect with both hits with the level five one two punch, you're gonna kill something. So as long as you can pass two tests instead of one, and you get bonuses yeah. on them, unlike Monster Slayer, like it's effectively kill well, anything. Well, the, the level five you succeed automatically from the first attack. Oh yeah, yeah. So you still right. only have to pass one test, right? Yeah. And right. what's cool about these, both of these, is I think you can split them up. You can attack one yeah. enemy and then do the second one to another uh, enemy. Right? Well, the first one says specifically if you succeed, you may fight that enemy again. Oh yeah. But yeah. the level five one does just says you may fight again. So wow, I think that's that one, so cool. That's really I think that great. one. Maybe yeah. you could hit two enemies. Uh, doesn't pretty, really match the theme of the one-two punch. If that's how that pretty works, good. but and and the level good. five version also has four combat symbols. Like I think most of the time that's, you're going to play this, crazy, but if you're yeah. very poor and you really need to con- to hit something, you can just commit this, right? Yeah. Right. Or you can you put it on put crystallizer. This... Hmm. Um, no, I was going to say you can, <laughs> you can put it. <laughs> that's on, what uh, I'm saying. <laughs> You could put it on, uh, what is it, well prepared? Uh, <laughs> I forgot the name. No, stick to the plan. You put it on stick to the plan, it's a tactic. Uh, so uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's true. a fantastic. Are you kidding me? Like, you get yeah. you get level four dynamite on stick to the plan, and you get level five one two punch on stick to the plan, you're just the murder machine. It's, it's level three dynamite, right? It's not even level two, is yeah. it? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it is, is yeah it seems great. And the level it's, zero version of this also seems pretty all right. It's, you're basically yeah. paying a card into money to probably do three damage assuming you can hit stuff it's it's kind of like a you can think of it as like a vicious blow where you have to succeed on two tests but you don't use up a bullet on your gun kind of i i I mean it does cost you i i think the thing is like the level zero version very good for nathaniel probably not great for other guardians level five version great for everybody yeah pretty cool yeah, uh, a lot yeah, of a lot of conversation in chat about uh, the physique of the two gentlemen on this card. I, I was I was strategically not reading chat. They're talking about <laughs> they've been talking about hair a lot and cats. Ben, when are one person, when are you one person Kim, is uh, ben, trying to give constructive feedback on the cards? But when are when are you and Kim <laughs> going to start a spinoff podcast where you like just talk about? the art on the cards or something like that. I don't know. I, I think that could oh, be a I really mean, fun... Uh, just talking about the art on the cards would be fine. I thought you were going to say talk about cats or something. I was like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I, think, I think Kim should get to pick the topics because I think that's what would be most entertaining. Uh, uh, this does not seem like a good idea. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next card. Uh, so stand wait, together. Uh, one, thing before we, one thing before we move on. So Quick Dem added uh, in the chat here, uh, is this two t- tokens on the Harbinger? It is, uh, because it fights twice, yeah. right? So you, yeah. you technically put two poof tokens on them. That is true. All right. <laughs> all, right, so, uh, all right, next card is Stand Together. So we've seen the level three Stand Together before, all the way back from Dunwich. Uh, very good card. Uh, this is... Level zero version. Uh, it's a cost zero event. Uh, one willpower icon. It's spirit. 
Uh, choose another investigator at your location. Both you and that investigator gain two resources. Um, seems pretty right. It's like you get two money, someone else gets two money. It's yeah. not as good as the upgraded one, which also draws you two cards, which is obviously incredible, especially during the setup. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other one having um, double willpower is also a pretty big deal, because if you draw it late mm-hmm. often, it's like too late for the actually playing it to be relevant, but you can still commit it very powerfully. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's still fine. I feel, I feel like this is better than cash uh, in non-solo. Uh, is net four resources. I mean, is it, though? Like, well, the, yeah, because the issue cash cash level three obviously is is super super indispensable if you have like Meltaroni yeah, yeah. on Joe or if well, you have like you know zero. that kind of stuff. But, but but like cash level zero, like yeah, at least you can commit this. Yeah. Like you can't commit cash level zero stuff. So I mean, I guess what I'm mostly worried about is like suppose I guess if you're in a four player game, it's very likely you're going to have someone. But like remember, you can't even play this if there's not another investigator at your location, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so. yeah, maybe. It's. I mean, I, I like. I like what they're going for. I'm glad. To, I'm glad to see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, any any sort of economy options, be it be it draw or uh, money, is definitely welcomed. I think. Yeah. So yeah. I'm happy to see stand together, and I'm sure I'll play it at some point. It's just like yeah. a one of, or I'd be fine taking this in a draft. Honestly, like. No, sure. Nobody. Nobody cares about that. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I still like the art of this card, which definitely has a guy like back to back with like a ghost lady. Oh, yeah. uh, fighting, well, th- fighting tentacles, yeah. which is great. Really, really good art. I've always assumed that that was Mark and his dead wife, but he the guy's wearing glasses or goggles or something, so I'm honestly not sure. Uh, that'd be cool if it was Mark and his dead wife. That's an alt art. Someone make an alt art. Is Pat Pat listening? Pat, alt art. Yeah, alt art. Alt art. Let's do it. Uh, moving on uh, to the next card, though. Uh, okay, this time I lost track. Is it my turn? I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Good luck. So we have <laughs> we have level three taunts. It's a level level three one cost event. Two will icons, one combat, one agility. It's a tactic. Fast play during any lightning bolt window. Engage any number of enemies at your location. For each enemy engaged this way, deal it a damage or draw one card. Here's the differences from the previous versions. You can play it during any instant window, not just during your turn. Um, the level two version was you get to draw a card for each enemy engaged. This one is you draw a card for each enemy engaged and you deal one damage to those enemies. Uh, so. That's pretty cool. I think, um, who, what situations do we play this card in? Exactly Dreamlands. Basically, yeah. Dreamlands. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you can just nuke a whole swarm and draw, like, Oh, my cards, God. Right? Oh, it's so good. Or, and I mean, then Zoe you, just get a billion money. Zoe likes it. Like, in any, any enemy-heavy scenario, which is usually, like, yeah. scenarios, it's also great. Gets a lot of damage out. Flamethrower situations, if you... <laughs> Need to, if you're running a flamethrower build, seems good. But I, I think especially, yeah, because you need to, they need to be engaged with you to to, to yeah. do flamethrower. But especially, um, I think in Dream Eaters on high player counts because most swarms scale with the number of players. Like if you're in right. two player yeah. or solo Dreamlands, maybe so, you don't care, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, I like it, and it it's does, cool. and it does. The second will icon means it commits pretty well too, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's tactics so and go and stick to the plan. That is also true. Yeah. yeah, you can you can have it out ready for the ready for just the right moment. Ooh, it's a good card for uh, Lola when she wants to pull the enemies onto her and then suicide <laughs> herself uh, on turn one. Dumb. Uh, <laughs> go, go, to, go, to, go to jail, Ben. We have, many, we have too many cards. We have too many cards to talk about for this kind of nonsense. <laughs> um. All right, skill card. All right, next. Next card, skill card. Overpower. Remember me from the core set. I'm back. I thought but now this I'm was a neutral card. What happened? <laughs> 
Now it's blue, like Eiffel 69 or whatever that band was. Uh, Overpower, level two. It has three combat icons on it. And it, uh, the new text is, so if the, successful, uh, if the test is successful, draw one card. Two cards instead if it succeeds by two or more. Seems yeah. Right. <laughs> draws more cards. I think this is the primary reason to not, not upgrade into glory, right? Because you just get two two cards. It's great. Yeah. I mean, it's not particularly exciting, but I think it's like... This you know, is very relevant with one particular tactic that Mark can play called Practice is Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, I want to try playing a Mark deck that like cycles not quite as many cards as the the stupid broken Mandy decks, but like you can have two, you can have two of these, uh, two of this, and two Darings, and you can have uh, uh, two Practice Makes Perfects. It could get kind of nuts, right? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, even in Joe, like Joe already like playing Practice Makes Perfect in with um, perceptions, deductions. Uh, Vicious blows and overpowers. Now he can just get even more. That's yes, true, and he can like he, he can play other ridiculous stuff like cryptic research too. So yeah, sure, yeah. It seems seems good. There's going to be like specific decks that want to play this either because they really need the draw and they have <laughs> whatever, or because they need three symbols. But it's pretty pretty cool. So this card it directly speaks against that that rule that Ben said, where mostly for the most part, like investigators who are on the cards typically are like the classes that they are. I remember this being a, a source of outrage in the community, specifically because Silas cannot play this card. Yep. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm <laughs> I'm very confident we're gonna get Peril Silas, whose only ability oh, is, sure, can sure. also put overpower in his deck. Not Guardian uh, Zero just he's allowed to put overpower in his I deck. I mean overpower <laughs> is nice, but honestly what I really want for Silas is Vicious Blow. That's like the the other really important one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh anyway, let's let's move on to Oh, well, there's Vicious Blow. Yeah, vicious, vicious Blow is reprinted. That's cool. S- sad that it right. reprint level two, but some of these reprints may somewhat decrease the need for people to buy like second or third or whatever core sets. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not right. You actually need to buy a core set now every time they release a return two, so you can have the counterpart <laughs> sleeve separately inside the box. You're a weird guy, so, man. Uh, yeah. All right, let's <laughs> let's let's move on and talk about the survivor cards. Ray. Alright, so I'll start it off, I guess. So, Survivor Assets. Um, we have the 18 Derringer. Um, it is level 0, cost 3 asset with 1 combat icon, item, weapon, firearm, illicit, uses 2 ammo, action, spend 1 ammo, fight, you get plus 2 combat and deal plus 1 damage with this attack. If you fail, place 1 ammo on 18 Derringer. And there's an upgraded version that is level 2, that costs 2 to play, has a agility icon on it as well, has 3 uses, or excuse me, 3 ammo, and uh, the ability is, uh, if you fail, place 1 ammo on the Derringer, and the next time you trigger this ability this round, you get an additional plus 1 combat for that attack. And they both take up hand slots. They do. I like, <laughs> But it's too illegal for Preston to play it. I was about to say, it's it's too illegal for him, man. He can't take it. Cold Blast Bosket, forget it. 18 Derringer, forget it. Listen, they're too small. Preston would never actually fail a test, right? Because he just dumps all his money into every test. So he wouldn't even get the... uh, Ben, I have have played Arkham Horror the card game with people that were playing Preston decks, and I can verify that they actually fail tests quite a bit. (laughs) That doesn't seem right. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, no, this, this, this seems pretty all right. 
I, I, Ridiculously I, good for such a tiny, funny-looking gun. Right? <laughs> yeah. I I was so impressed. Like this is this even carries its weight in like expert, right? Because every like you're gonna fail an expert every single time you do. You do not have to worry about ammo like running out. It's I so mean, great. It combos great with the fail package. It combos great with like even live and well, even learn. You like shoot shoot this miss get the ammo back. Play live and learn. And live and learn. Live app. and learn is still terrible. But I, I other than that I other than that I agree it's with you. It's pretty good with the fail package. It also it fits, it it fits into the tiny guns Wendy deck that we've joked about recently. Um, oh, yeah yeah. But it's it's still bad for Wendy though because she they only put her at like a three combat. Well, that's that, I mean that's 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 why you got to have Jessica and Dark Horse and every every other card in the game that gives you a combat <laughs> bonus that she can play. But uh, no, this is the level two version is like getting that extra ammo just makes it like solid even if you're not able to take advantage of the the failing part of it. I think in Stella with um what's the permanent that like her first action she gets a penalty and then after that it gets better. Uh, I mean, that's the card we'll talk about. Um, but Stella's Top ability is Stella's <laughs> ability is uh, when she fails a test, she gets another. She gets an action. That's great. So, like, she can hard fail package and then not not lose any uh, momentum from it. This is yeah. this, this is going to be ridiculous in Stella, and I think it'll find its way into yeah, a lot yeah. of other random survivor decks too. Oh, yeah. Even Yorick. Like Yorick or Silas or yeah, like fail package Yorick, and you can yeah, keep recurring this when it runs out of bullets. You know that's that's pretty great. Yeah, uh, I find it yeah. hilarious that like active desperation makes this this gun hit harder, even though it's like <laughs> maybe the size of like you know that is very <laughs> funny. Pee. You like have to do a really targeted throw, like hit him right, right between the eyes. Like <laughs> if you have any type of combat abilities at all, you could probably hurt someone more by punching them than by hitting them with this gun. <laughs> then, but, then throw you but, but, Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's true. The upgrade, I mean, it's its great that the cost goes down when you upgrade to the level 2 version, but it does make the act of desperation give you less money. So, you know, yeah. yeah uh, really, really solid card. Yeah. Survivors are we're lacking in, like, solid in-class cards. I think they only have yeah. a couple options, so this is a nice, nice way to fill that out. Yeah, this is going to be pretty great. Speaking of pretty great cards... Oh, the chainsaw, the other survivor weapon. Oh, man. Uh, so this is a cost four, level four survivor asset with three combat icons on it. It's an item, a tool, weapon, and melee. Uses three supplies. Action, spend one supply. Fight, you get plus two combat and deal plus two damage for this attack. If this attack fails, either place one supply on chainsaw or deal one damage to the attacked enemy. It's kind of like the so big it's... brother or sister of the Derringer a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this seems incredibly good. Crazy. So this, this is technically our first officially released uh, level four survivor card. Right? Hooray, survivor! And what a card, right? Yeah, um, seems really good. It this uses is the supplies, card, which means man. you can refill it with cash. Three. Oh my god! Uh, or other cards it's, that boost supplies. It's literally Melteroni. It's literally Melteroni. It's literally. Uh, instead of taking up zero hand slots, it takes up two yeah. hand slots. And it costs that's the four thing. That's play. the thing. It, yeah, it's like they finally Melterone. they finally realize they the survivor needs needs a uh, you know a comparison to like really big good guardian cards. And like obviously, just like strange solution, uh, acidic icker. But like this is this is a strange solution, acidic icker. If it didn't have the hand slots, costed one, <laughs> and uh, you it's know, not a lot quite of as good as Velteroni. So if it was like a survivor card instead of a seeker card, it would look like this, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's not, hey, it's not a seeker card. Um, but hey, yes. if, if Joe has his hunch guns out and you teamwork this to him, he can use both of them at the same time. Yeah, cool. I mean, what, what is what is nice about this <laughs> is it's uh 
even if you miss, you can do a little bit of damage if for some reason you want to. So like if you're fighting like a four health enemy or something, you only care about hitting once out of your two attacks or something. And that can be pretty alright. Um, combos with the fail package if you're like expecting to fail. Everything, everything. I think all the cards come with the fail package in this deck. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess I don't need to mention that every time. But yes, my my like baseline take is that two handed weapons are usually really bad, like or at least a lot worse than they look. But this one, because you can reload it with cash three, that makes a huge difference. Like we've seen how broken that is with Melteroni, and yep. that plus the fact that it like combos really well with Stella's whole thing means that it is absolutely worth playing in Stella, and it might even be good in other decks. So yeah, like York, the art's pretty great. Uh... This lady's holding the chainsaw, and there's like a shadow of some type of tentacle monster. Is that any is that any existing survivor investigator, or is it just some random person? Uh, I think this is a lady. I don't know. Uh, she looks like she's kind of wearing Jenny's outfit, but it's definitely not. Jenny. She looks like she's about to cut a scary monster in half with a chainsaw. So good for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so lady brings up a good point here. Why why is a tiny gun and a huge chainsaw in a deck with just from a mail carrier? Those we don't know sta- the answers. Those to this. are standard mail, mail carrier uh, protection. <laughs> those are pretty normal. I mean, ask ask your postal carrier next time they deliver, you know, a bunch of useless ads and uh, maybe also some cool stuff that you ordered online, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I, by the way, I have this chainsaw. That's just standard issue." So yeah, you gotta protect, you gotta protect yourself and the mail. So let's uh, let's move on though. So next card is uh, Cherus Keepsake. Welcome back, uh, Cherus Keepsake level zero. Um, Card came out in Carcosa or something, right? Now yep. we have level one. Uh, still commits just for one uh, will icon. And now it has a, an ability here, Forced, when Cherish Keepsake is defeated by Horror, exile it. Uh, but it does take now four sanity for you and still takes up the accessory slot. So um, a lot more soak, a lot more bang for your buck here. And if you can manage to, like, obviously you have the best Horror Soak in the game, Peter Sylvester. So you can just, like, you can have this fill up uh to three and like maybe trash it somehow if you've got joey the rat or something i don't know like you can you could do like you're playing this you maybe you're not playing peter or vice versa uh, yeah yeah like i don't think you need both Uh, what's nice about this is you know you can exile it if it takes four but if it's defeated any other way such as playing over it or crypt chill or whatever crypt chill maybe maybe you put three horror on it and just gets trashed and then it's great and then you play another one or something um so it seems pretty okay. It seems like it'd be basically all the horror soak you need, and maybe occasionally you have to pay an extra XP for it. I think the bigger problem with it is that, uh, you know, as as mentioned, survivors also have Peter that is a better way to soak horror, and they also have things like Rabbit's Foot that are, like, better ways to use the accessory slot. So Cherish Keepsake mostly sees play in Yorick, who wants it to be defeated so he can replay it, and Tommy, who wants it to be defeated so that he can, like, get uh, money out of it, right? And this new version yeah. does not work as well for those use cases. But there's definitely, there's, like, probably specific cases where this could be pretty good, especially if, like, someone else is using Peter or something and you still need to soak. Yeah. I mean, if you're not doing hard fail packages, maybe you could do it over Rabbit's Foot. But I think Rabbit's Foot's yeah. also included in this pack, so it's a little, a little weird there. Um, speaking of other cards in this pack uh let's move on yeah so we got a deja vu uh this is a level five asset with no cost because it's a permanent uh it's a talent and cursed uh in between two scenarios of a campaign reduce the experience cost to repurchase up to three cards that you exiled during the last scenario by one it says, have you seen this before? And the answer is yes, because this is a re- remake of the art on Stray Cat. 
Uh, so, um, yeah, this is interesting. Uh, if you're doing like an exile heavy deck and you've picked this up, then maybe you'll be less, uh, worried about, oh, did Dan crash again? Oh, your, your video would cut out. So I was like, oh no. Uh, um, so sorry. So yeah, if you're doing like an exile heavy build, then this can kind of help uh, take away some of the pain from having to rebuy those exile cards, um, but it is a heavy investment of five experience. So it's like it is. It has to. You have to buy it early and be really using those exile cards like every scenario and early. You have to really heavily. You have to be using up a lot of exile cards. Like you have to be yeah. getting guiding spirits killed. You have to be playing test of wills. You have to maybe be using like flares and stuff. Can you? You can't like take this and then use the the bonus that same upgrade opportunity, right? Uh, in between it's in between scenarios. That's how adaptable works. Like right? if I if I used up two test of wills and a guiding spirit, and then in my after that scenario, I buy this. Can I then immediately use it to re rebuy those? If it works like adaptable, then uh, I would think so, but I'm not sure. It's certainly adaptable. Says in between each game of a campaign. It's like the same thing. Game and scenario are the same thing. So yeah, I think you could I think you could buy it and then immediately apply its effect. I mean that that helps a lot because so, then if you, if you're getting yeah. full use out of it the first time you get it, you're kind of only paying two for it. But it's still yeah. if you're not in a full campaign, never get this. And if you don't have like a lot of exile cards, don't get this. But it could be cool in the right situation. Yeah. I obviously like the theme of the card of them like, oh, it's the stray cat that you like threw at an enemy to to evade it. You know, way back when. Now it's back. Uh, <laughs> He's here. Uh, Welcome. That is that is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, I really, I do wish that Stray Cat. I wish there was an Exile version of Stray Cat to make it actually work, though. But fire. Yeah. Uh, someone in chat mentioned fire extinguisher. I don't remember what that does, but maybe <laughs> it, it does Exile itself. I think so. Maybe it's it does. Works yeah. with this. It's it's like a tiny combat, and then you can use it to evade everything at your location i think once mm. the flare is like a pretty strong combat or you can use it to get an ally out of your deck or someone else's yeah, deck for free i think yeah time to time to move on to the next card yeah let's do it let's do it uh so we have granny orin so we have two versions of this level zero and level three level zero uh asset cost four uh it is a uh it has, it has a willpower icon it's an ally it says you get plus one willpower uh, reaction when an investigator at your location would fail a skill test, exhaust Granny Orin. That investigator fails by either one less or one more. Uh, and then it has one health and three horror, or one health and three sanity, and it takes up the ally slot. The level three version gains an additional intellect icon. It also gives you both plus one will and plus one intellect, so compared to the original one, only gave you willpower. And when you fail skill test and exhaust Granny Orin, instead of just you failing by one less or one more, you get plus one or minus one skill value for the test. So the upgraded version you actually could use to potentially pass if you just barely failed. Yeah, yeah. Kraken, Kraken just mentioned that in the chat too. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like a lucky like you a, can use every turn as yeah, a plus one. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I have so, I have a question about this card. So suppose that someone has uh so suppose you failed by minus one or suppose you failed by one and you use granny orn to fail by one less you can fail by zero right yep and it would be kind of like failing with the 13th vision out the card that ben designed yeah now suppose you have the 13th vision out and you fail 
and and you 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 fail by zero already, and you exhaust Granny Orn to fail by one less. Can so you can now fail by minus one. Is that possible? Well, no. You, well, you, well, if you, no, previously, you, you, yes, you would fail by minus one, but then I think you're not actually allowed to have negative numbers. I think so. It would still fail. By okay. Well, th- that was what I was about to ask: is can you then use that with the upgraded rabbit's foot to draw minus one to search your deck for minus one cards? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that quite works. Uh, it's too. Yeah, bad. So, I, was, I was excited to so, draw nega cards out of my nega deck. We, we, weird quarter <laughs> faces aside, yeah, the level zero ones like. Okay, I mean, plus one willpower is nice, as well as the, the Sandy Soak. Um, Patrice, maybe? Like, fail package Patrice? Yeah. The, sure. it, yeah. You have to use it with the... It's only the fail package that you benefit from it. It helps you, like, slip in, get maybe, get, like, liquid founds or, or oopses, or whatever the evade one's called. Uh, so, like, if you fail by three, you can go, oh, I fail by two now, so now I can play this card. Yeah. Um, I don't know what... It's also nice with all the encounter cards that are, like, take one damage for each point you fail by. Yeah. It's like, some, some campaigns have a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, yeah. definitely nice there. Uh, but it doesn't help you pass tests, the level zero one. That is true. Um, which, in the Stella deck, it's like, all right, that's fine. Well, I mean, the, the willpower does help you pass tests a lot, you know? Yeah, that's true. The, the willpower is definitely not insignificant. I just meant the, the reaction ability doesn't help as much. Um, I also don't know when you'd want to fail by test by one more. I was just about to say that. Upgraded rabbit's, rabbit's foot. foot. Oh, let's you let's you search one more card. There's, there's so, also yeah. like eventually, and I honestly don't know if we're going to talk if there's like already in the pack and we're going to talk about it in ten minutes. But if there isn't already, there eventually will be an event that's like fast play when you when you fail a skill test, gain a resource for each point you failed by or something. You know, mm-hmm. like that'll yeah, like that would work. There will be cards like that eventually. But and you can use it on other people too, which is nice. So like if they draw a treachery and would would fail and would kill them, or they don't want to take damage, you can you can fail by less. Um, I, I gotta say, I, I kind of really like this. Like, I'm not immediately yeah. sure what deck I'd put it in, but where you want an ally to be is, like, four-ish money is a lot, but you get a static boost to a good stat that most people want, and you get a relevant ability that, like, is interesting and probably can be used to do some nice things, and it soaks some horror for you. So, like, that's... Even the level zero one's pretty good, and then if you do need both willpower and intellect, then the level three version is, like, a no-brainer. You definitely want it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I am interested in the lore of this character because Granny Orn, there's the Orn Library at Vistonic University. She's oh. that. And I thought really? one of the I thought Ooh, one of the Necronomicons was also the Orn translation, but I'm I think I'm wrong. So, oh, that's the the Wormius Wormius Orn something yeah. something or other. But, yeah, no, I I like this because I mean also it it just works at any investigator location. So at at if any time you've got like four people in your game. Like you're probably going to get like some sort of like uh, grasping hands or something like that. Somebody's going to get it, and you can just make their day a little bit better without this uh, or without feeling by like a lot. And then um, the intellect markedly is is like great. Um, we don't have a lot of options for that in Survivor. No, the only one I think right now is the uh, guiding spirits, like um, yeah. uh, Sukerdem uh, mentioned See? earlier. It's a little hard for survivors to get their intellect up to like pass tests normally because most of them I think have pretty low intellect as baseline. I think for uh, I think for Wendy, if if kind of like a, a willpower based Wendy fail package deck, which is not the craziest thing I've ever heard of, like that you know it's relevant because she starts yeah. with, she starts with three and she wants to play like winging it, which kind of gives you plus one, which is like she wants to recur winging it a lot. Often you're like, yeah. oh, if only I had like one more intellect, I could pass this winging it, you know. 
yeah. And and then on top of that, like, so it gives you the static boosts. The, the, I'm talking about level three now. It gives you the attack boosts, but also technically it just kind of gives you plus, like a ghost plus one kind of across the line because the her ability could potentially make you have that additional plus. That's one. totally yeah. true. Yeah. So as we said, it's like a so, weak, yeah. a weak lucky that you can yeah. use on other people to give them plus one. And, and it also, like, there are a lot of times where you're, like, desperately trying to use Look What I Found, which is a pretty good card, and you're right, like, oh, right. man, I really need to... It, this just, you can, like, always pretty much use Look What I Found, right? Or, yeah. or at least it helps yeah. a lot, so... Um, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, like that's, that's... That's pretty cool. Right. So, and, and I have to say, so, least favorite thing about this card, the Lola people get another card for them to be no. excited about. Hate that. Hate the Lola people. Never want them to be happy about anything. Uh, no, that's that's oh. not true. I, I love the Lola people, but uh, <laughs> because it gives you two passive stats and it happens to be level three, lo- the, Lola, the Lola decks are going to go nuts for this. Sergadam brings up a huge point here. Uh, for Ben, who is playing Eucatastrophe Yorick in, in one of our, in our uh, Betrayal at the Mountains of Madness campaign, oh, yeah. and he failed by two many times on on <laughs> things that he needed to fail by exactly not to. This oh, is man. the card to play. You're this right. Is it. This is a god card for Eucatastrophe. Oh man, <laughs> I'm excited. It's... I'm way more excited with this card now because Eucatastrophe is like <laughs> the great. last. The last thing I want to say about this is I look forward to at some point the math engine of this game being upgraded to support negative numbers. And at that point, oh, being able being able to draw negative cards from my discard pile, <laughs> as as someone suggested in the chat, so that'll be that'll be exciting. Oh boy, did we mention the art on this card? It's great. I love it. Oh, it's She's great. Like She's the tough old mystery. bird. Next card. She looks mad at something. Right. Next card is Grimm's Fairy Tales. Uh, so this is a two cost asset, level zero. Uh, has a will icon on it, and uh, it is an item and a tome. Uh, uses four secrets. Uh, triggered. After an investigatory location fails the skill test by two or more, exhaust Grimm's fairy tales and spend one secret to heal one horror from that investigator. It takes up a hand slot. So my initial impression of this card was that it just was terrible. Mostly because it took up a hand slot. Um, because because like there are so many better things you could put in your hands. Um, For instance, like a hot dog. You could have like a hot dog in one hand and like a Sprite in the other. And then you'd be using up both of your hand slots to eat a hot dog and drink a Sprite. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> But with this, though, like, it's kind of an interesting support card in that... Okay, so so Carolyn could take it, right? Um, but, like, in, in a two-player scenario, I, I mean, the, I've only had experience with this just once, and I was like, please, don't put this card in your deck, don't put this card in your deck. And the person I was playing with put this card in their deck. And uh, they... It was actually, like, it kind of helped in, in, like, a... In an, a subvert sort of way, it's just kind of like every time I would fail, I'd be like, "Oh, well, that's nice," because I have like trauma from my arcane researches or whatever, or just because I'm going, I'm like tumbling through the hell that is the Forgotten Age, and like it would help in that capacity. But like, I, I still think that there are just so many better things you can put in your hands. Um, yeah. Like there, there's going to be another one that we're going to be talking about soon. But there's the Derringers. There's a lot of different things. Yeah, like. Again, fail package I means it's a way, another way to benefit from failing. And oh, two or more. So with, you know, with Granny Orn, you want to fail by more. I, I, <laughs> I wish it didn't have that extra restriction on it, though, because it feels like this is already hard enough to to use. Yeah, I do. I mean, I I think the theme of it is great because I think it's clearly supposed to be like, oh, you know, oh, Wendy, you just failed a test and you're feeling down. Well, why don't you read about 
Pinocchio, who when he was sad, he something <laughs> this happened, and he turned into a real boy. And oh, now I feel better. I healed a horror. You know, like that's Wait, all, all the Grimm's fairy tales are all like really dark and disturbing, though. Cause this is oh yeah, yeah. Disney fight. So it's more like, oh, you think you're in bad shape? Well, what about the Little Mermaid that like was killed or murdered or something? You know, like that, that, that's Hans. That's Hans Christian Andersen. But you, you get you get the idea. But it's. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it looked pretty bad to me at first. I think that there's easier ways to like deal with horror than this. There's like you know uh, that don't cost two resources and take up a hand slot. But the fact that it is like Tesla's, like maybe there's some cases where it would be kind of fun. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, someone mentioned in chat. Peril Daisy could take it if you're playing. Peril <laughs> oh Daisy. yeah, because it's Tome. That's right. Um, honestly, expert. That. Expert, you're going to be failing a lot. Yeah, by, by a lot. That is true. Well, I mean, expert, you're trying as hard as possible to never do tests, so... <laughs> Harrison reminds us in the chat of the spoilers for the ending of Little Mermaid. Don't don't look at the chat unless you want the Little Mermaid. The, the real version, not the Disney version spoiled for you, but it's, <laughs> it's dark, man. Uh, any Anything else to say about Grimm's fairy tales? No, let's move on no. to Leather Coat. We have a level one Leather Coat. Uh, we've seen the original level zero in the corset. Um, this this is very similar to uh, Chiros Keepsake. Uh, it is cost zero, level one, has combat icon, item, armor, forced when other code is defeated by damage, exile it, has four health, uh, takes the body slot. So exactly like the, the new Cherish Keepsake, but for damage instead, right? Yeah, but it takes the body slot instead of the next slot, so I think it's more likely to include this in a deck to soak damage. I think that's kind of <laughs> true. I could honestly see throwing this in some, like, Agnes decks in certain campaigns if I, like, had a trauma somehow or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Namely the Forgotten Age. <laughs> so, see, just because it takes up that slot instead of the next slot, I think it's better. Yeah. It, uh, well, it, yeah. And because there isn't, like, Peter competing with it to heal horror. Like, you could, uh, you could get Jess instead, but Jess is more limited, where, like, if you're not using combat, you don't really need her. Yeah. This is also zero resources. Like this is yeah. super accessible. But it has other downsides where you can't like combo it with like Tommy as easily or York to like recur it as easily. Mm, that's but, true. That's true. Well, seems fine. But I think at the very least, for, like Min, there, there's some people that can use level one survivor cards that have like five health on their card, and yeah. Yeah, this is like le- this is like legitimate protection for them. I mean, doing just kind of like an experience analysis of this versus. Um, uh the the other one from the the corset um body armor what is it called mm. uh bulletproof vest yeah bulletproof vest and then you've got also f- regarding the um the the church keepsake here you're looking at three experience for uh basically what this is right but this is like so technically if you are using that as a gauge if you exile this twice you would basically be getting that in your deck except you don't have to pay any money for it yeah. So it's even better in that regard, even if you exile the twice. And you're not paying the XP up front, which is better. And just keep in mind that, like, with, you know, the original exile cards, like Test of Will, could be good, but it was like, if you're using them, you're definitely paying the XP again. These new right. ones, they're like Guiding Spirit, where it's like, even if you play it and you use it most of the way, you probably aren't going to need to use every last bit of health on it, so you're probably not going to have to exile it. So that's pretty right. cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you combo with Deja Vu, if you're using a bunch of these exile cards, then it's like, oh, whatever. I'll just buy it again for free. Exactly. Uh, let's move on. Uh, so we have Ooh. Mysterious Raven, level one. Uh, er, sorry, level zero, one cost asset, one intellect symbol as an ally and a creature. Uh, instant discard Mysterious Raven and take one horror. Discover one clue at your location. 
uh, has one sanity and takes up the ally slots. And a poco. Uh, that's that's true. <laughs> uh, so this is interesting. This works with like the decorated skull and stuff if you're trying to get your allies killed, right? It does. Uh, does dec- isn't decorated skull just if it gets defeated or if it's discarded? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Does it work with Tommy? No. Oof. No. It works with it works with Yorick. He's the one that's that's the most important. Mysterious Raven taking the L here by not working with any of the survivors that it could potentially work with. <laughs> yeah, uh, this card's like it's a Tesla's clue, which for it's like a one card, one one action, one card, one money Tesla's clue in in one horror. It's a lot actually, but uh, <laughs> you know, it seems like pretty okay in solo and in higher difficulties. I wish it didn't take out the ally slot. It doesn't really seem deserving. Yeah, I I wish it just said like uh, instant place one horror on mysterious raven, discover one clue. Like you didn't have to take a horror and also discard it, right? Yeah, that just uh, that just seems like too much. Yeah, it's, it seems rough. Um, I mean, obviously, if you have horror soaks in Survivor, it's, that part's not as scary. But the, the ally slot is what's part of. Kind of yeah, you'd have to have like Peter and this. Or That's whatever. the thing. It's just really hard for me to imagine like wanting this bad enough to give up another ally or take an extra charisma to play it. Yeah, maybe maybe in solo, if it's just like you really want to be able to grab a Tesla's clue, like solo expert, sure, you know. Yeah, yeah I think that's like, fine. Or like, like a York dark, or something. if you're doing like a low money build, like Dark Horse or whatever, this is a cheap, cheap card. I, I think like so, like solo expert William York, you have this, you have you catastrophe. Maybe you can like almost never have to actually pass tests. Like who is it? Um, who is it? Q Herdier that does the like all uh, all cha- all tentacles oh, chaos bag. Like in that kind of a weird bizarro run, then this could be really strong. But that, I think that's what it would take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, time to move on? Yeah. Moving on to Old Keyring. So this is a level one, I'm sorry, <laughs> level zero asset. Uh, costs one resource. Uh, it has one intellect icon. It's an item and a tool. It uses two keys. If there are no keys on Old Keyring, discard it. And that's huge. Um, action, investigate. Your location gets minus two shroud for this investigation. If you succeed, remove one key from Old Keyring. Takes up a hand slot. So I was super hyped about this card immediately when it was spoiled for a lot of different reasons um again upping the survivor investigate game uh with with um stella obviously you you if you fail you just don't lose any of your keys when you do it actually discards itself which kind of makes it fair grounds for scavenging because you can technically keep scavenging these back like back and forth and back and forth if you like you could even just commit one from your but it hand. means you can't act in inspiration to throw a flashlight at somebody's head <laughs> But but I mean like even with this like I've I'm playing it in uh with Wendy actually right now in Forgotten Age um using it alongside lockpicks really cool it's really fun and cool to play uh, with scavenging just because you can just basically bounce it out of your discard from uh, with with scavenging for little to nothing and then immediately replay it it's pretty great I mean this seems like a great way to get clues off of a four shard location combined with liquid I found uh, yeah exactly <laughs> shard to you liquid I found get the clues and you get the key back on the key rig so you can use it again <laughs> it does fit into this really weird sweet spot where yeah a combo's great it works really well with the fail package it works really well with look what i found it works really well with scavenging which is a card that, that people really like and i mean this is actually a pretty decent reason to play scavenging so you yeah, put all yeah. of that together and it kind of all adds up to like a pretty decent card and even the baseline of it is like at worst it's like a slightly worse flashlight that's cheaper so you know that's pretty yeah, good yeah i mean it's 
I don't know if you'd, I would say it's a little bit better than flashlight. It has less use, less successful use. I mean, on it, but. That, that's what I'm saying. Is like if you're hoping to get three clues out of a flashlight like this, the most you can really get is two. But yeah, you yeah. know, that's still okay. It's even good on Yorick because he can just like in solo again. Yorick is just like <laughs> he's just profiting here. He's making it out like a madman. It just so, automatically discards itself. So then you just kill an enemy and you just play it immediately. Someone asked in chat if it's better than newspaper. Yes. Like yes, <laughs> probably. I mean, newspaper. I don't know. There's there's some situations where it might be better, but I think in general this is better, right? Yeah. Newspaper gives Honestly, you plus one or plus two, but only if you don't have clues. Yeah, you could use both. Yeah. Level two newspaper is two intellect icons. So like with scavenging, if this is a reason to play scavenging, you can just like recycle your newspapers using this, and you know, just all day you'll keep getting them back. So be fine. Anything else to say about old key ring? Very happy to see it. Yeah, seems fun. So, uh, next card is Quick Learner. This is a level 4 asset with no cost because it's permanent. It's a condition, which I don't recall other things. I don't recall if there's been other conditions, but sometimes they just never like to put random traits on stuff we've never seen before. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, uh, anyway, it's a permanent. Uh, during or before your first action of each of your turns... Each skill test you perform is plus one difficulty. Uh, and then during or after your third action of each of your turns, each skill test you perform gets minus one difficulty. Mm. This is a weird card. It's good for Stella because she usually gets like four actions. Uh, and she wants to fail the first one anyway. When I see permanent on a card, though, my ears always perk up and I'm like, okay, usually permanent cards are like build around me cards. Like this is, this is a, a thing that you need to pay attention to. And like, I feel like if if it just did a little bit more, like if even if it said like each test you perform gets plus two difficulty and then minus two difficulty at the end, well, that Dane, might be something to consider. Like that's that's two scary. Yeah, you exceptional. So you could buy two of them if you wanted to. Uh, I believe this this only applies during the investigation phase, though. During your turn, it doesn't apply to like mythos phase or any phase or anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see some clarification of that to be totally sure about it, but that's how I would read it as well. Because uh, it says, during or before your first action of each of your turns. So I, I, I assumed it was just applied during your turn. I agree. I guess you could interpret that it's, it applies to Mythos phase. Because and... unless it mentions the round or something, then like everything is like before... Like, yeah. it would be like, well, this is also before the first action of my next turn, and the turn after that, and the turn after that, and it would like all stack, <laughs> right? It would be weird. Yeah, I think it just applies during your turn, so I don't think you it hits Mythos phase. Could be wrong. But, I think uh, it's. I mean, yeah, like when this is working, like this is you could build an engine where you have this out. You're always going to expect to fail your first one, and you're going to have Rabbit's Foot and whatever else, and uh, drawing thin, and then this is just going to make you know your your later actions are going to get a lot stronger. And if you're Stella, you're basically going to have four actions. If you're like Wendy with like Leo or Haste, you're going to have more actions. Like there's other survivors that can play those cards. Then this is really good. There are going to be some times where it really sucks because you're like, well, the way that this turn shook out, I really, really need to evade this guy this first turn or this first right. this first action. So it's like, how bad is that going to be versus like the payoff? It's a really interesting thing to think about. <laughs> Kraken says, thanks for the clarification. I'd have just immediate, been immediately killed by grasping hands. Yeah. That's what you got drawing thin for. <laughs> uh, it's, but it's, no, seriously. like Definitely seems good for Stella. It, it seems, I feel like 
Yeah, as you said, like a lot of the time you can maybe maneuver your turn so you don't have to do an important test the first action. But sometimes you're forced to, because you have an enemy on you. It's basically the scenario. So, seems powerful. I like the art on it. I think it's like pretty. I think it's like if both of the following are true. If you're if you're going to take more than three actions in a turn, and you have a lot of payoffs for failure, then I think it's quite good. If only one of those things is true, then it's like up in the air, but maybe not that good. I don't know. We'll we'll have to figure it out. I'm. I mean, I'm eager. There are just some people who will just straight up play these investigator decks out of the box. I think I'm going to honestly do that with Stella, just because I want to try these things out in the environment that they were they were balanced and and tested for. Yeah. I just want to see how how this is going to like feel. It does seem like I I get the sense that like Stella and Winnie are the two that people are like most excited about. I'm very excited for 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 Stella and Jacqueline. I'm playing through Return to Friday Age Blind. I'm I'm doing Harvey, and my girlfriend is playing uh, Stella. So I'm excited to see how it pans out. Surely great. Sure, Return to God Friday Age won't destroy us. Uh, I just I just played Return to Untamed Wilds uh, today. Uh, I like the changes to how Explore works. That's yes, definitely better. Yeah. That's a, they yes. should have done it. Should have done it that way from the beginning. Oh, I think. Oh man, it's so much better. Yeah, yeah. that's the only one I've played so far. Uh, so it, it does seem like an improvement. But we'll talk about that in a future episode, in like five months, once we're done going through all these cards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next card. Uh, so there's a reprint of level zero rabbit's foot. There is not a reprint of level three rabbit's foot, but of course you could put that in these types of decks. Uh, the next actually new card is level zero scrapper. So there's a downgrade of the survivor permanent talent. It is now a level zero asset cost two has a combat and a agility icon on it. Uh, the art is of a guy with kind of a weird looking face. If you look at it closely, like his eyes are very close together, um, it is still a talent and it still has action or it still has lightning bolt, spend a resource. You get one combat or agility for this skill test. I mean, like, I, I guess this version of it, you can compare directly to like dig deep, right? Yeah. It has yeah. dig deep is like will and agility. This one has combat. It is, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. this having combat is like pretty important for like Preston, I think. Because Preston is on yeah, a way to dump his money into fighting stuff without upgrades, I think. That's a good point. Um, so I think no, actually... he has a no. This is literally uh, hard knocks, and he can just play hard knocks. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, what, 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 what is he missing then? I thought he's missing one symbol. He's missing it. Uh, int. Oh, well, unless right. unless you get. Oh no no now he's not because because of a card that we'll talk in the rogue episode. Yeah. But um. But yeah. Maybe not. Well, I don't know then. If you want four copies of, uh, of Hard Knocks in your deck, these these level zero talents we generally think are not super great because you have to spend an action and a card and two resources just to get them on the field, and then they do nothing unless you're willing to sink even more money into them. So they tend to not be good unless you have a ton of money, which you know maybe if you're Preston maybe you do, but Preston already has access to uh, the whatever it's called as we just talked about. So I'm not really sure if any decks are going to play this, but it's available. If you want it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think in dark horse decks that are not precedent, I guess you maybe you want a way to dump combat without fire axe or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think that that's probably why they balanced it to two. Honestly, there, there's another one that came from this the original cycle with scrapper and and uh, higher education and stuff like that that we're going to talk about in the rogue deck. That's actually really good, um, but that's because it comes out and it's zero money to play. If this were zero, I'd I'd actually consider it as as a, like a viable 
assistance to Dark Horse next. I'm not entirely sure what card Dane is talking about, but I guess we will run into that in a future in a future episode. So, uh, time to move on. Yeah, let's move on to the events. Events. So we're looking at the first. Didn't didn't Matt say it was the first quote card that they that they put out? Look what I found. So uh, this is an upgrade to that. Uh, so this is a level two version of Look What I Found. Uh, still costs two to play. Um, it in addition has an agility icon in addition to the two uh, intellect, intellect icons. Uh, fast play when you would fail a skill test by three or less while dis- while investigating and discover two clues from among your location and connecting location. Really great. Yeah, seems really good. great. <laughs> really great. Look what I found is already really powerful. It builds on the fail package. Making it three or less means like shroud three locations. Suddenly it's like, oh great, I can easily play Look What I Found. Uh, yeah. This this pack includes the regular Look What I Found too, which is great to have more of those in general. Um, yeah. And I mean, with, with Flashlight, Old Keyring, and now now suddenly the threshold is now five, and then you can get it down to three, and then, you know, fail away. Yeah, I don't know why this has an agility icon on it. It doesn't really benefit it at all, I don't think. It's okay but for Stella. Stella it's, more agility. I think it's a reminder that like maybe if you had more agility icons, you wouldn't have crashed your 1920s car into this. Uh, <laughs> is, but. Yeah, but, but you, you crashed into the tree and you found a Cthulhu statue or something. There, there you go. <laughs> Watch out for it in like Circle Undone and stuff. When there's like uh, penalties for failure, then it can be worse, but generally good. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, haunted. Anything else to say, or are we, are we all good? I was going to say... Peril Skids, I'm excited to try it out in because it's a fortune card and you can have both the regular and the upgraded version wow, of this deck. Oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. Everything's coming up, Skids. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I, I'm excited to try out Peril Skids. I haven't had a chance yet, but it's it very fun. On to the next card. So we have a Test of Will. So there is now a level two version of Test of Will. Uh, so it is a survivor event, level two, cost zero, one willpower icon. It's a spirit. Fast. Play when an investigator at your location draws a non-weakness treachery card. Uh, cancel that card's revelation effect, then test will three. If you fail, exile a test of will. So the difference is it costs zero instead of one, and you now only have to exile it if you uh, fail a level three, if you fail a difficulty three will test. Um, and I, there's also the level zero version is also new in the in this pack, right? So yeah. there's also a level zero version where the difference is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, you okay? Now I'm I'm, I'm very confused. <laughs> well, I was going to read the slide, Dan, but you jumped in, so it's fine. Uh, so the level zero test of will. So because it's level zero, it can't exile itself. So instead, it's a test will three. If you succeed, cancel that card's revelation effect. So you just always have to do the will test to cancel it. So um, so it's kind of like the the level one version is like you don't even have to do the test uh you just exile it automatically and the level zero the level two version wow. is like it's cheaper and you kind of get a chance to not exile it. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh this was already a good card. I think both of these versions are also pretty okay depending on I mean I guess the, the it depends how good your will is but like for exactly, yeah. for Wendy yeah, with the moonstones and stuff. Yeah. Patrice yeah, and they are Peter and uh Orn, a lot of stuff boosts the willpower, so... Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that that test of will, like, level the level 2 one is, like, pretty cool. I mean, also, they have they have test of willception in it, right? So for, for the card, a test of will, you're actually testing your will, and I think that's great. Good job. They got I there. 
Do we think the odds are a hundred percent or one hundred fifty percent that the reason there's a Will Tuss in this card now is because Matt wanted that that putt on there? I like to think that was the reason because that is very fun and, and and cool. So yeah, no, but I mean, like half the reason when you're playing a dark horse deck, like you don't you don't play this card or lucky for that matter because they cost one money and you're like do i save this so that i can get the potential plus two bonus from it or do i save that so that i can cancel a bad treachery card now you can just do that as long as you can pass a will test you can just play a test of will in your dark horse deck yeah that is, that is true yeah all versions are good let's move on to the next thing this card's called dumb luck <laughs> It was originally, I think it was originally in Carcosa or something. Um, fast play after you fail a skill test by two or less uh, during an evasion attempt against an elite enemy. Place that on the top of the deck. So a couple changes here with the level 2 version, which is new. Um, has a will icon on it now. Uh, play it after you fail a skill test by three or less. And place that enemy on the bottom of the encounter deck. So, by enemy forever, basically. Until the encounter deck inevitably gets shuffled and you'll probably get him in two turns anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely <laughs> powerful in uh, lower player counts and in scenarios where you won't shuffle the encounter deck, because uh, you could probably just get rid of that enemy. It's uh, it's also definitely powerful against, like, the thing that follows, because it places it on bottom of the encounter deck, which is kind of funny. Uh, well, it doesn't actually do that. It will... What? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it would go on the bottom of your player deck, actually. Uh which is kind of fun. If, if something would if something would enter a zone that's not appropriate for it, it goes in the appropriate zone instead. Or that, or you can't play on the thing that follows. It's one of those two options, Dane. So you pick which one you <laughs> like the like better. Uh, I, I, I know, man. did completely forget that the level zero version even existed. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, may, maybe in some particular solo decks where you're just trying to like get a really annoying enemy out of the way without having to actually really deal with it, you know. Yeah. yeah, Captain Fernies has a really good point, because bottom of the encounter deck is basically fine, unless the encounter deck just gets shuffled like the next turn, which happens a lot. Yeah, there's definitely a good amount of scenarios that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, especially if you're playing at higher play- player counts, I think that it's far more of a possibility, but it scales, right? So in like in solo or, or duo, then you can just probably count this as you'll never see that enemy again. Yeah, I mean, also, even if you know you're going to see it again, it gives you knowledge of like when it's going to show up. It's like, oh, well, the last card is going to be this. So that can help too. Yeah. I mean, yeah even the regular cool. zero version, like what's kind of okay about it is like, all right, well, I made it. I know that's what I'm going to draw next turn, you know, instead of ancient evils. So, you know, it's yeah. kind of okay. Um, or like if you're not, if you're not the first player and your guardian is or whatever, you evade it. And then next turn, the guardian gets to draw it and murder it or whatever. So yeah. I think these are pretty so situational, great. but I don't know. Maybe I think if you're really trying it, to just like fail everything, which maybe you are, you know, yeah, they're hard, hard fail package cards. So, but otherwise, they're all right. I don't know. Let's move on. I want to put. I'm not going to put on much decks. So, <laughs> next card is uh, Grit Your Teeth, um, which I think is the only card that features Stella on it, uh, other than her signature cards. It's a level zero event, cost one with one wild icon. Uh, it is Spirit uh, Fast. Play after you fail a skill test. You get plus one to each of your skills for the remainder of the round. Purely a fail package card. Even um, even then, I just getting yeah. plus one to multiple tests is not a thing that I'm willing to put a card in my deck for. Yeah, it's similar yeah. to that, like Guardian or card. Intrepid. Was it a Intrepid? Yeah, it's similar to that because you're, you're trying to think of use cases for it. This at least will happen in Stella, and I saw it. I saw it in action when we were playing in TFA, 
it, it was pretty good. It, it's like a mini Dark Horse effect, but ultimately I think that it, it kind of falls short if you're looking at it for the purposes of a 30-card deck. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of things you play over. The it. art is cool. I like the building that's behind her. Uh, I wish this cost zero. Probably still wouldn't play it, but it's, yeah, eh, just does, yeah, doesn't really. It's a little awkward because they, they, you can't see her full mailbag, so you can't see the chainsaw sticking out of it. Which is a little disappointing. But. I mean, it is like I think you're kind of meant to maybe play this in Mythos phase after you fail a treachery. But it, yeah, I'd... yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could you could fail a treachery and then have it for four actions on Stellar or whatever. Just just still seems like not enough to really be worthwhile. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's not that it's not a good effect. I think it's just that would you play this over like something else in, in, you know, a deck slot? Like, would you have this take a deck slot versus something else? That's the thing is like, whatever you're trying to do with this, there's probably another card that will do it more effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move on. Uh, so we have a reprint of live and learn, uh, bad card. Don't play it. Uh, and well, actually I, I wanted to mention something about live and learn. Live and learn is like getting a time to shine. This card is like, <laughs> If if you play it in anywhere, you played it in Stella because of the fact that you get the action when you fail, and then also you get like the ammo or key back, and then you also additionally get to do whatever you just tried to do again. Yeah, so. I like the I like this. Yeah, as I mentioned, I mentioned with the gun, like you can play it off the gun, get the ammo back, and then get a free shot without using up the ammo. Like, I think it works well in yeah. this deck with these other cards, but. It's probably not. It's not good in all decks. I just think it's too limited to be worth a card because the thing is, a lot of other cards that do similar things. Also, uh, yeah, this is Calvin talk. A, a lot of other cards that do similar things also help you in Mythos phase, like Lucky, for instance. And this, like, you never want to do it on any type of test where it's like a penalty if you fail, you know? Yep, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, may, it might be fun to play like one in Stella. Maybe maybe you can make it worthwhile. I mean, I'll, I'll reserve judgment, I guess, because we haven't really gotten to play with Stella yet very much. So Kim used it once or twice when we were playing Forgotten Age, and it worked out nicely. Because yeah. for Stella, it gives that extra action as well as maybe you pass the test now. But that's a reprint anyway, right? Yeah, it's a reprint. And wow, I mean, this this is cool, right? Yeah, the whole <laughs> next... <laughs> Everything we wanted for Dark Horse, right? Here it is. We have a, we have a level three version of Lucky. So this is cost zero event level three, uh, no symbols. It's fortune uh, fast play when an investigator at your location ding 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 would fail a skill test they get plus three to their skill value for that test this investigator draws a card so it's like level two lucky but it costs one less you can play it on anybody at your location and it gets you plus three instead of plus two wow this card is incredible great card <laughs> this card's really good i'm really mad that you have to be a survivor to play it like agnes yeah. agnes can't play it that's that's a Peril Skids can play this along with the, all the versions of Lucky in his deck. He can have six Luckies. <laughs> he can play six Luckies. So, and they don't uh, count towards his deck size, right? Uh, yeah, the the basic ones do. Oh think, god, so. that's he only so has like funny. a twenty five base deck. I'm ready for the Skids Peril Skids Revolution. I'm on board. Uh, yeah, this card's great though for all survivors. Everyone should get this. It gets rid of the only two downsides of Lucky, which are that it costs money and you can only play it on yourself. Amazing. Yeah. And it also, as a bonus that was completely unnecessary, it gives you plus three instead of plus two. And uh, that's that's great. That's wonderful. See, yeah. Seem, seems really good in all situations. Even in solo, maybe you want to pick it up. Eh, maybe not. Maybe you don't have enough experience. We made excellent solo, use but... of this in the uh, Streamlands run with my Wendy deck yeah. that I was playing with Ben. It was pretty great. Very, very there are like so many times... There, there are just so many encounter cards that are printed as like 
will test three or agility test three, like like grasping hands, namely, and um, uh, the the horrible bodies that you see at the end of the hall. I forget what the hell the name of the card is, but but yeah, like those are like just base three. If you have this in your hand, you just don't have to fear failing. Like even if you, uh, well, no, not if you auto fail, but like if you would just pull like a minus five or whatever because you're playing the Forgotten Age because you're an insane masochist, like you um you just get to like play this and be fine. You know, it's pretty pretty great. Pretty yeah. fantastic. Great, great card. Let's move on to... Uh, I think this is a misprint. So they accidentally <laughs> reprinted Oops, uh, which, mm. is, which is a level zero card that you when you fail at a attacking enemy... It's a huge slap in the face to our podcast in particular that they reprinted level uh, zero Oops instead of level two Oops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unlike Look What I Found <laughs> and uh, the Evade card that we, talked about, or that, we, that we talked about, they didn't give us the level 2 version, which is the good version of the card, or at least the playable version. <laughs> level 0 oops is awful. It's really bad. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense to include it with all these Stella fail cards, but it's still bad. It's, yeah. It's not good. I mean, it's, again, like, I, all of these cards, <laughs> if you're playing it with, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to try to make an argument for oops. Let's, let's just keep going. <laughs> So Will to Survive, uh, this is a downgraded version of the original, which I think was in the core set, right? Yeah, it was in the core set. Um, yeah. So this is a level zero version of it. Um, still commits for, well, actually, no, it commits for one combat, one agility, so less than a uh, wild symbol there. Um, the difference here is that do not reveal skill to- to- uh, chaos tokens for the next skill test you perform this turn, rather than the original being until the end of your turn, do not reveal chaos tokens for any skill test you perform. Obviously, a very, a very big difference in power level. Kind of compare this to the the changes that they did with Safeguard because it's like kind of a neutered, very tiny baby version of it. Um, still, be, could be okay. I think that there's a card, um, not Test of Will, the one with Seth on it. Uh, what's the one with Seth on it? Uh, trial by Fire. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Trial by Fire. Um, Trial by Fire is like kind of serves the purpose of like basically succeeding a lot of skill tests on your turn. Um, it's kind of like more of a mini will to survive than this will to survive might be. But like if if you have like one test that you know you need to deal with in like a specific scenario, if you're playing like solo Forgotten Age and you need to pass that each Taka test and like there's nobody else, like you don't have any like symbols that you can commit, this is like a way to like auto succeed it. It's kind of like a really bad like Seal of the Elder sign. <laughs> I could yeah. imagine in a very rich solo deck, maybe. Other than that, I just think paying paying four uh, to pass a single test is kind of a lot. Like this is fine in Preston, right? Preston can take uh, survivor cards. He can't take the level three version, can he? I mean, even in Preston, you're, you're, are you gonna, you're, you're going to spend an entire turn's inheritance to pass one test? I mean, I guess. Maybe that's what he usually spends his money on to pass one test. But, but normally, <laughs> normally you play like uh, talents where you can pay four and you don't have to spend a card. Like you play one card and you yeah. get to do this over multiple turns. This yeah, is like you only Cap- get to do it once. Captain Fardis in chats, like yeah, you just take the Seth card, the, the uh, yeah. trial by fire. Yeah, you, you just take trial by fire yeah. if, if you yeah. want this effect. Not, not okay. too excited about this card, Captain Farnes, Are you are you secretly Seth, the store owner of X Nine Games in Hadley, Massachusetts? Is are you are you talking about your own card that you're on the art of? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we move on yeah all right let's do it uh so skills we all got right. reprint of take heart still great yeah yeah. dan hates it now because usually when you commit it you like draw the elder sign pass right? i don't hate it i think it's no i think, I think it's overrated no 
Ben, no. What? You literally always draw the Elder Sign <laughs> or win. I, I, I was playing Forgotten to Forgotten Age with, uh, with Dan and a whole bunch of friends. Literally every single time either, either, um, he or I committed Take Heart to a test, you'd get, you pull the plus one, you pull the zero, or you pull the Elder Sign. And that's it. <laughs> but that's actually great because that means it's like a cheaper version of Seal of the Seventh Sign that survivors can play. <laughs> exactly it's a level zero seal of the other sign and that's what we need to think about this card this card is amazing for that it would purpose. be fun if there was a row card that was like when you commit this card flip a coin if heads if you like it's something where it like toggles between those two options but you don't get to control which one it is like you either automatically fail and get money in cards or you automatically succeed that would be an interesting <laughs> so we had the, the trivia show during uh farcom con i wish that this was one of those questions where like it's like oh. how many times have you have you committed take heart to a test and succeeded and hated everything <laughs> like i think that that's exactly what like one of those questions maybe that like, would be the first step in the reevaluation of how good take heart is that the community desperately needs but uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> you all aren't ready to have that conversation yet so let's all let's right. move on so, last card is Unexpected Courage, level 2, as a survivor card. Um, so, this, so this is uh, level 2 Unexpected Courage. has two all icons on it still. It's innate and also developed. Uh, max 1 committed per skill test. If this test fails, return Unexpected Courage to your hand. Oh. I, it's really a bummer they didn't stick a third symbol on this like they did with all the other upgraded corset skills. That'd yeah. be really good, though. That'd be like, yeah, I mean, like never play Inquiring Mind ever again. That, that's like a lot of it. Just one ups like so many of those cards. But like, this Inquiring is Mind's like, a level zero though. Like a level two card should be better. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're paying two yeah. experience for when this when you fail after committing this, which doesn't happen that often. It's like the elder uh, auto fail probably if you're committing Courage. I don't know. Uh, you get it back. Uh, it's like Silas's ability. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think this yeah. is like maybe kind of the worst of the new upgraded corset cards, but it's still not bad. Like I, I had this in that yeah. same Wendy deck with Lucky Level Three with on, in, when Ben and I were doing Streamlands, and it was cool because I could be like trying to pass one of the really hard tests to defeat one of the Nyarlathotep guys, and I would commit this and have the Lucky in hand, and it was like, well, if I fail, if I draw tentacles or a skull or whatever, it's fine. I didn't really lose anything, and if I pass, then I, I pass. So. You know, it's it's okay if you have XP. You if you have courage in your deck anyway, and you have XP, you might as well upgrade it. Yeah, I mean, again, for me, this is like all of these fail cards are like just the like I'm I'm just dreaming of playing expert mode with all of these because I feel like these just make it like stand the test of time in expert mode so much better than a lot of cards do right now. Fail like just getting being able to pull this card back and just use it, use it, use it, use it until you can finally pass a test is actually pretty all right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what? And the art is still a hobbit standing up to a velociraptor, and that's the type of <laughs> that's the type of major Hollywood blockbuster crossover that we all like to see here. At Mr. Yeah, I have a question. Are we sure this is a hobbit? Looking yes. at the art bigger now. We're completely Are you sure. sure. It's definitely a hobbit. Look at okay. him. Look at him. That's how, <laughs> how can you even suggest that that's not a hobbit? Mm, all right. Do you need do you need glasses, Ben? You need to go to the eye doctor. Get some get some glasses, maybe. Uh, okay, no, that's probably fine. You can't see his <laughs> hobbit feet, versus so velociraptor. Yeah, it's, it's I mean it's difficult without seeing the feet, but I'm I'm very confident that this is a hobbit. All right, sure, uh, I won't contest it. <laughs> uh, so that's that's it for the cards, right? We talked about all the cards from both of those decks, and my computer only crashed twice so far. That's a record. Usually, only crashes once. Well, usually we don't talk for like more than two hours about cards, but 
I mean, we had a lot of player cards discussed here. We have a lot more coming up in the next couple episodes here. We're going to be talking about rogue cards, mystic cards, all the cards, cards, cards. Um, this isn't even half We just want to take a second, know. though, uh, just to let you guys know, if anybody wants to help support the cast, uh, consider donating to, donating to our Patreon. We could throw the link in the description and include it in the YouTube for those who uh, would be watching later. Um, just helps us run the show, pay for expenses, things like that. With that said, how did you guys feel about these new starter packs? I'm, we're going to be going on a marathon here. <laughs> we're going to be doing this again uh, soon for all the other... Pa- the uh, packs here and then eventually for the uh the investigators themselves so i mean we love having you guys here hanging out with us um curse you matt for not reprinting drawing thin or giving us a level four version or five version that was unbelievably incredible for us um catch us next time uh or here on twitch or check us out on facebook reddit wherever you guys listen to podcasts or email us at comments at mur.fm uh thanks for listening everybody stay safe and we'll catch you next time bye bye